Boom, we're live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me for tonight's WTF, we have our czar of source material, John, who's playing Apex. Hell yeah, I'm playing Apex. <laughs> uh, we have our poser extraordinaire, Natai. I'm playing with my balls. <laughs> <laughs> when aren't you playing yes. with your balls? Uh, we have our chivalry of Shota Shotaro. Uh, you're gonna have to stream that, or else it didn't happen anytime. Yeah, right. <laughs> let me let me turn turn on the cam. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, and uh, we also have a special guest with us today. Special guest, introduce yourself. Oh, uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Burger. Literally on my birth certificate, <laughs> I do voice acting and stuff like that podcast called geeks in the city <laughs> uh earlier this year myself and show were actually on an episode of your podcast uh was yeah, it back was at the time. end of january man i can't remember <laughs> you gone by quick yesterday i don't i don't know but yeah it, it, was, it, was fun. it was fun yeah it was it was um also oh uh more guy gave us a tier one subscription awesome no, thank you so much. He also says, like, Natai has balls. <laughs> Fuck you, too. <laughs> that's yeah, your friend, isn't it, Natai? That, yeah, that's, that's that's, these are my friends, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the sub, by the way. Um, Thanks, dude. But yeah, we're here to do uh, a WTF, um, and we're just going to talk about whatever the fuck we want. And while John plays Apex, um, I don't have the sound enabled, I think, because John is sharing his screen and not the, uh, uh, the actual app itself, but... Um, Anyway, uh, I hope you enjoy him actually, I, get, I hope, destroying everyone in Apex. Pro players only. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll get dark. to play with, uh, he'll get to play with Ollie. We should, we should, we should start, I'll tell you what, we should start an eSports uh, team. I am not, I am not Charlie. I do not know how to oh do God. this. <laughs> I am not moist critical. Gun, sorry. Anyway, um, so I guess I'll get started. Natai, do you want to do the music? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, it's time for the Simp Report. Um, so, Burger, this is your first time here. So, I don't know if you know this or not, but I love VTubers. I love VTubers a lot. Do you love VTubers or do you love simping? Well, one and the same. But two loves of my life. Like, you're making me pick. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, so there's not a whole lot to announce in the Simp Report this month. Uh, as a lot of you know, I just moved, and I don't have a lot of extra free money right now. Uh, but there is... So he claims. Uh, allegedly. Uh, but there yeah, are... The accounts have a different story to tell. There are two people I have donated to uh, in the last month. Uh, those are Kreji Ali, speaking of Ali. Um, so I'm up to $175 for her. Um, and also I have recently, actually in the last couple of days, I have donated a few bucks to Usada Pekora. She's been doing a GTA 5 stream and she's been, uh, she's been at her war criminal best. Has she been fucking Laugh is haunting me. Uh, she has been, um, uh, oh, she's been running over people a lot. Uh, and she seems to really enjoy that, which scares me a bit. How much have you donated to Pekora? Uh, so far, $175. So uh, those are the only two I've actually donated to this month. I haven't gotten a chance to watch the new Hololive Girls that much. I've only really watched their debut streams and a couple of clips from them. Um, 
How are the debut streams from what you've seen? Uh, great. I love the Australian rat. <laughs> Bales. Yes. <laughs> Who I always look at and I think, balls. <laughs> Not the ass. Fucking uh, okay. hollow rodents is too strong, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that means my total for uh, simping to whole oh. live members is now up to $1,227. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't like to use the word pay pig, but Pay Pig? What the fuck is that? What's a, what's pay pig? You clearly don't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> dude, OnlyFans have you heard that, that, that coaster that they had in the past month? Oh my god. That That was so a... fun to watch. Oh, I have such a hate love hate relationship with OnlyFans. <sighs> I I mean, do we want to talk about that? <laughs> I mean, we can talk about that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, so I get it. Like, as a, as a business owner, you want to have capital, right? Like, so you got to go to where the money is. And if the money hey, says no porn, you got to have the no porn. But so let's, just... let's catch up everyone up to speed. So okay, what yeah. exactly happened with OnlyFans in the past month? Do you want to? Well, I mean, I can give you a, a brief a overview. Uh, yeah. I mean, so OnlyFans was a site that was started. What it was started several. I know a lot of people think it was started during the pandemic. It wasn't. No, it's it wasn't been around since that. like 2016, I think 2015, yeah. 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for a minute. It uh, it it gained a lot of traction during the the whole COVID pandemic, especially when it started, because a lot of people, particularly like you know, women, uh, were going on there and selling women. Yeah, yeah, we're selling what? like lewds of themselves to people to make money because you know a lot of people got laid off, a lot of people had their hours cut during COVID. It, it you know it made sense, um, and OnlyFans was always a place where that was like allowed. It was it was something you could do, and um, they made a lot of money on this, especially during the the pandemic. They they grew a ton. Uh, they had a huge user base, and then there's always been these rumors behind the scene that they were going to go public and then they were going to get rid of all the porn. They were going to do like a Tumblr thing and then just announce, you know, give people very little notice that, Hey, all the porn's going away. Fuck you. Um, but then like, what is OnlyFans without the porn though? That's exactly. a great What do you literally pay for then? It, no, it, apparently it was supposed to be like you can talk to like your favorite athletes or chefs uh, and learn uh, skills and stuff. Like it was supposed to be like an exclusive for fans type of deal. Yeah. Let's be real. Without, that's without what it was the originally intended of... as? Yeah, that's what it was originally no. intended as. Although Not they never – they never really – I don't think – when it was like – when they came up with it, I don't think they would – they imagined it would be such a huge porn platform. Bruh! Um, nice job. Uh, but it kind of it evolved into that, and no one no one seemed to to stop them. Um, Natai has only yeah. goats. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Uh, Your friend is great. Can we get him like in the in the server, like just shitting on you constantly, please? That even like. That's what he does on a daily basis whenever we meet up. So, like, if you bring him on the podcast, I'll just be quiet for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. um, but anyway, so, like, so this past month they announced that they're going to get rid of most of the porn because they're, like, I don't know, felt they wanted to be more legitimate or whatever. No, bullshit. They did that as a ploy, man. It was definitely to so? try to generate hype. A hundred percent. They were never going to ban porn. Do you think it was one of those, like, any publicity is good publicity kind of things? 
hundred percent. Wait, that makes no sense. Because if people thought they were gonna get rid of the porn, they would leave. Why would so they, why would they, they would leave that? Yeah. Because it's generating like, you know, everyone was talking shit like, oh my god, look at these girls earning like millionaire like girls on OnlyFans. They've got a million dollars every month for touching themselves, blah uh -huh. blah blah, and like there's this whole crusade against them by the uh, the um conservative crowd and like good christian women against porn stuff like that right mm -hmm. they're already under fire for basically being a porn distributor but they're not technically porn because technically only fans you could have one without showing your butthole but yeah i mean it's worth mentioning that you don't have to do porn on only fans like it can be anything as long as it's legal i've never heard of someone on only fans that doesn't do porn <laughs> never <laughs> Apparently, I'm telling do, you, it, they, it's they do not exist. supposed to be just for porn. <laughs> that, I, I guarantee you they do exist. you got to squint you know really hard to see them. I have an OnlyFans show. <laughs> oh, I my do. God. You don't see me spreading my butt cheeks. Yet. And that's why you ain't got money, girl. <clears throat> oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they, they did that whole announcement, and they said basically they gave, like, one month or so, roughly one month notice. And, of course, everyone's freaking out when they did this. Uh, I know there's a lot of people went, that went and started a then, Fansly account. I think is the new one that a lot of people went yeah. to. Yeah, but then like last week they back like they backtracked on that. They like it was a couple said, weeks yeah, ago now. But yeah, time is a concept I'm not aware of. Anyway, it, they just said, yeah, we're we're <laughs> we're keeping the porn. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, like, oops, our bad. <laughs> Hundred percent, they were always gonna keep the porn, man. You think about how much money they're making off of just like. I don't know, uh, dude. I don't know. There's so many stupid people in the world, and like, I I don't think it's too far off to think that for some reason they're like, oh, we want to be more legitimate, so we'll get rid of it, even though it's the stupidest decision they could make. Yeah, I don't think that's a publicity stunt. That makes no sense for a publicity stunt, in my opinion. I feel like they were pressured into doing it by one of their um, uh, their payment processors, and, and are they are they public? They went no, they're not a public company. Uh, they're okay. a, a privately. I mean, they, I'm sure they have investors, but they're not a publicly owned company. Man, fuck only. I like how I, I know you didn't hear it. I know you didn't hear it, but you cut out when you said OnlyFans. Like, fuck only. <laughs> that just it makes I think it he's funny. Only cutting out for you, Alex, because I heard the whole thing. Oh. Cut off for me as well. Well, oh, then really? it cut off for the stream too because. They're Damn. hearing what well, I hear. Well, the stream is you. Mm. No, nah, one of my friends, like one of my friends, be on it, and like, like he was looking at something, and like I looked, I'm like, yo, dude, like, that's my fucking aunt, man. Like, what are you, like, what are you, what are you doing? Listen, then he like turned to the gizmo. He was like, maybe you should be asking what she's doing on here, and I'm like. Aunt Sheila, what you doing on OnlyFans? Mm. Like, oh man, I have such honey. Aunt Sheila making a living on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. well, Aunt Sheila, she's a strong independent. Gotta get that money. She ain't need no man to give her. She should have gave me some more damn birthday money or <laughs> my graduation when I got out of high school. Like, that's some dirty money right there. Yeah, dirty money. <laughs> Aunt Sheila's making it work. Work, work, work. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's it's a crazy situation like i i don't have anything against people that want to do it obviously but um don't be my aunt sheila <laughs> <laughs> i mean think about it all the women you see on there is someone's daughter someone's mother money sheila someone's <laughs> aunt sheila 
It's the sex work shaming for me. Uh, I mean, I it don't bother me none. It's just it it's one of those things. And it, it, I mean, again, not to get too political about it, but a lot of the same people I saw going crazy about this are some of the same people who on Twitter or wherever never had any problem with people getting banned off of other platforms because they didn't agree with them. So, mm. 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 it's a funny story. It is. I, I mean, I'm sure it's not funny to the people it affected, <laughs> but. All right. Let, let me. As someone oh, looking okay. from the sidelines, I would just back there like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Let me watch As this shit show unfold. Side, yeah. Big money, Sheila. <laughs> I love your friend. <laughs> oh, dude, you'll have a, lo- a, a lot of fun talking to him. He's just shit talking to me all the time. Girlfriend giving her boyfriend a PS5 with her OnlyFans money. Listen, I've heard of of some people on OnlyFans making a shit ton of money over the last year, year and a half, and like enough that they could buy their own houses, they could buy their own like two or three cars, put their kids through college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard stories like that. I mean, honestly, honestly, good for them, really. Yeah, I mean, it's why not good for them. They're ex- obviously but... exploiting a market that. Is it exploiting though? Like they're they're like they're like selling a service that's they're, solely they're, they're legitimate. Definitely, a phrase. It's, it's they're definitely really. exploiting a demand. Oh, okay. There's obviously a demand for porn, and they're providing. Yeah. I don't know. It just it seems like a win-win situation to me. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't know why people have an issue with that. I don't either. Um, just yeah, don't come to the United States and want to do sex work. I guess. What? A lot of sex work is banned in the United States. Oh, actually. Yes. Um, kind of. Yeah. It, it's 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 an iffy. It's an iffy it's, thing. It's it's very. You can't explicitly be like advertising. Hey, I'm gonna fuck you for five hundred dollars. <laughs> but you can advertise. Hey, I can be your company for the night for five hundred dollars. We can talk and then, in big yeah. air quotes for $500. Well, hold up now, John. All right. If you went to my high school, there was advertisement all around the school. Nah. Being like, this oh, was oh, $500. Oh, <laughs> I went to public school. Like, okay. It was rough. Wait. So OnlyFans is allowed, but prostitution isn't. Yeah. So OnlyFans is a prostitution. Yeah. Well, well, there's that there's that old joke where it's like you hire a hooker, right? And the police come in to bust you for having a hooker. It's like, no, 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 no. We're shooting a porno. Hmm. <laughs> you just whip out the contract. They can't do nothing to you. Have a, have a couple of fake cameras around, um, or even real cameras. It just just have them there. You don't even have to have them on. It's like no, we're not having no. It's not porn. It's not uh, prostitution. We're shooting a porn. I'd love yeah. to understand the logic behind that. But there is no problem. <laughs> it, well, the logic a, is there's that a, there's a there's a history why the law's been made like that. But maybe yeah, it's because. because porn is White so man like it so, that's it just just do porn. it in a taxi and claim it's fake taxi oh my god, god. Oh my god. <laughs> no. anyway maybe there's no old laws against porn because when the laws were made there was no porn hmm. no it's, it was it's porn. Uh, because um shows porn's I mean, been around forever <laughs> no, no i'm telling you a computer well not on computers no, no i mean no prostitution is the oldest profession right we all know that yeah but it's if you look at the origins of like why the Americans even exist, like why the pilgrims came to America in the first place, because of whores. Whores. No, it was because they they didn't want to be religiously persecuted because they were like um, super crazy 
evangelical people like, oh, you got to listen to the Bible like this. Like, you can't be doing this. Like, they literally, everyone was sick of them, and the Americans went to the Dutch, and the Dutch were like, all right, like, we'll, we'll let you stay here, but, you know, calm down on your little um, religious thing. They're like, no, fuck you, you Dutch. You're, you're persecuting us. Let's go to America. Then everyone in Europe was like, all right, fuck it. Here's some money. Here's a boat. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that is the history of America. That's that's a really, like... Can we, have, can we have, like, a special episode every now and then of just Professor... John reenacting history? Professor John. John yeah. and Professor John shittily reacts to, uh, reenacts history. It's John. drunk history. It was John. John Sensei. Let's do history live. Oh, God. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was Morse code port, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised to find out. I'm um, just picturing that. So, can I talk about something kind of depressing for a second? Oh, oh please I, do. I, I, sw I swear I'll Wait, get back to happy stuff eventually. Is there something more depressing than the Semper Port? Wow. <laughs> Fuck you. How did we get to OnlyFans from, like, whatever? Because it's simping. <laughs> I mean, it is. Pretty much. Um, Yo, this arena's match is fucked. It's two versus one. I feel bad. Oh, that's a shame. Um, Good luck, John. But no, so I want to talk about something that I listen to. And John, you love music. Um, I listen to a music project. It's actually six albums put together um, called oh. Everywhere at the End of Time. Uh, so Everywhere at the End of Time is a music project that's six albums long, uh, done by a English, I think he's an English musician, uh, named Leland Kirby, um, under the moniker of a character he calls the caretaker. Um, and this entire project, uh, which is divided, like I said, into six albums is supposed to represent the six stages of dementia. Um, so for this Ooh. project, he went and sampled ballroom music from like the 20s, 30s, and early 40s. Um, and throughout the course of this project, as you go through all the different albums, which represent the different stages, the music gets more and more distorted and fucked up. And it just, by the end of it, like by this, the sixth stage, it's mostly just noise. Um, and it's, I, I want to say, if you want to, I, I highly recommend everyone go listen to the entire thing. Um, it's kind of an emotional experience, especially for music that has no lyrics whatsoever. How um, long is it if it's six albums? Six and a half hours. Ooh. Uh, for all six <sighs> albums put together. Um, and then like the last album is, I think it's only like four different pieces of quote unquote music. Um, but it's like it's it's an hour and a half long <laughs> and it's just basically noise like white noise um but it does a really good job of at least auditorially uh representing what dementia is like for for people that go through it um how it starts Who out did you where, come across this project if i may uh, from a youtube recommendation <laughs> Oh the, wow! The entire okay. thing—the entire thing—is on YouTube. The, the entire six-album uh, project for everyone to listen to, um, and it's just—it's it, it, a—it's a great experience. I mean, you'll cry by the end of it. Um, and the, the the great thing is, of course, I feel like this is a spoiler, but it's 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 music that doesn't have any lyrics. Um, like the last sixty seconds of it is just pure silence, and it's supposed to represent the patient dying. 
No, do you think I have the emotional stability to listen to six hours of depressing music? Yes. Now? Yes. What? Girl, you yeah. overestimate me. I don't know. I, I wanted to talk about it because it was. I think that's valid. I wanted to talk about it because it was a very emotional experience listening to it for me. I listened to the entire thing in one go. Um, mm. I know that a lot of people probably won't. One uh, go. Six hours straight? Yeah, I listened to the entire thing for six and a half hours straight. I was doing other things. I wasn't just sitting here listening to it, but. You're supposed to get the emotional experience because I mean, you're doing other stuff. You gotta like just... Well, I was reading. Oh. <laughs> reading? Look, look, dude, I'm married. I'm already okay, fair enough. I'm like, I'm, I don't need. Like, I feel what? like we talked about this before, haven't we? The, no, no uh, this is the first time I'm hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, no. no, I just, I just listened to this album like last week. So, no, I, we literally have talked about this before. We have. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know if it was just me and you, Alex, talking about it on the discord i swear we oh about this you know before. i i think in the last week or so i have talked to you about it yes mm. no it was literally months ago i'm i'm going crazy dude i oh i know God. i i don't know how because i hadn't posted even it. you you definitely wait someone posted it in the discord someone had to i've i know i've talked about this before in the discord channel. oh so, someone else may have posted where i just didn't pay receipt? attention but where is your receipt john did you call <laughs> yeah come on john where are the receipts Listen, dude, I'm trying to win, be sweaty in this arena's game, okay? <laughs> I don't know. Like, just the thing about it is like... it's incredibly scary once you think about it because, like, dementia or Alzheimer's could happen to any of us. Oh, yeah. And, like, you don't realize it until it's far too late to to really do anything about it. I mean, you can't do anything about it anyway. There's no cure for dementia or Alzheimer's. But, I mean... By the time you realize what's going on, most of your memories are gone anyway. Yeah, my wife, uh, my wife, father has a uh, father. Does he have? Does he have dementia or Alzheimer's? He has dementia. Ah. No. Oh. Yeah. The the scariest thing about it is how you sort of lose yourself as a person. Like, mm. like you lose I your identity. Well. You don't yeah, know what's going much. on. Exactly. Like you're trying to communicate with the person. It's like they're not aware of like what what's going on around them. Like they're sort of like surprised every now. It's like, how? What's this? What's that? And like you're like you're communicating with them and you realize that they're not really there. Yeah. Like they might be replying to you and speaking to you, but they're like in a completely different place. Yeah. And it's uh, it's probably the most terrifying thing that I know of. It's it would probably be the most terrifying way to die at least I think so. Cause I, there's always been that question that I've been asked, like, how would you rather die? If you had a choice, would you rather die by your mind giving out or your body giving out? I have to say, I'd rather do it by my, with my body giving out because at least then I still have, I still have my sense of identity. I know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I've seen people you... in my family die both ways. I've seen people succumb to Alzheimer's and dementia. I've seen people who have the sharpest minds into their 90s and early 100s that their bodies fall apart. Do you do you find yourself like sort of any, every now and then seeking out this type of media that's like w- w- super emotional and heavy and sort of makes you feel these feelings? As I've gotten older, yes. Um, mm. Not I, I wouldn't have done this when I was younger, no. Uh, but shoot ever since i've turned 30 yeah because like i know like every now and then we talk about like like whether it's about an album or even animate like oh yeah this album make you cry and such and such i know that 
ever since like watching certain shows that was really emotional. I <laughs> Violet Evergarden. I, like, yeah, for example, that's a great example. Like, I'll I'll keep on searching for these type of types of shows mm. that I really connect to on an emotional level. Yeah. Um, and same for music and movies. Yeah. Wait, it's sure. really interesting. For sure. I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up because I definitely think if you got some time and you want a really good, um, if you want a really good emotional experience listening to some music, everywhere at the end of time, it's it's a hell of a ride. Um, it'll probably make you cry by the end. And y'all fucking yup, man. I got a children's book to record right after this. I'm going there all, <laughs> going there all sad. Dude, what's wrong, man? Read, read it with some emotion. Like, and then, <laughs> and then the evil king died of dementia. Like, nah. Wow. Yikes. Uh, but I, I do want to bring it around to something a little more. Oh, was I, yeah. In high school during cooking class, we did a unit where we were disabled, like deaf restrictive oh okay yeah i've 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 heard about that where um there's some classes in high school that people will take where they like take away one of your senses whether it's your hearing your sight uh your ability to move and you have to try and accomplish like basic tasks um and it's it's an attempt to show you how difficult it is living with certain disabilities i've heard that i've heard of that happening in certain schools um, but anyway, uh, back on to something a little more uh, positive. I don't know. Well, for some people, perhaps. Um, one of my favorite games of all time recently got announced that it's being remade. Not- Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. I yeah. fucking could not Hell be yeah. happier. And I saw, yeah. listen, listen, Burger. When I saw the Aspire logo, oh, I knew some shit was up. <laughs> man, I was hyped as fuck about the. Oh, man. Oh, damn. It's- all my friends are still making fun of me. They're like, ha ha! It ain't coming to Xbox. I'm like, fuck off. Ah, but ah, uh, but it is. See, so it's a timed exclusive. Ah, so yeah. be killing people. Yeah, they they uh, they they recently announced. I think like three days ago uh, that it was actually going to be a timed exclusive. So it'll probably be. Uh, it's a console timed exclusive. So that means it's going to release. I think from the outset on PS5 and PC. Uh, but then for the console, I think it's going to come to at least Xbox. I think a year after the PC ver- or the PS5 version. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know for a fact. Don't quote me on that. But that's that's the typical thing for console timed exclusives, where it's usually a year after the fact is when it releases on other consoles. And nice. So Bioware, such a amazing, so- neat game. You talk about a person I can't remember nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Bioware isn't involved in this remake, right? Uh, from what I understand, no. Although I know a lot of the voice actors are coming back to reprise their roles. That's good. And this, and, and uh, to be clear, this is not a remaster. This is a complete remake and a brand new game engine. I haven't played the original, but it seemed like the gameplay itself, like the combat and stuff, is a bit like dated it is dated so, now uh, i mean it, it's it's a very D based combat system mm-hmm. um, D&D. oh oh that perked them up didn't it this <laughs> <laughs> almost a D and D. i'll give you your D D right here boy <laughs> oh my god um but yeah it, it was very heavily influenced <laughs> by D D. I i mean as almost all the bioware games were back then um 
I, I couldn't be happier. It's one of my favorite. It, it, in my mind, it is the best Star Wars game ever made. Night Steel. And, and it's sequel. It's sequel, too. So th- the thing that made me the happiest about hearing this news is that this gives me immense hope that if this does well, which I think it will, that we will get a remake of Knights of the Old Republic 2 and finally have a finished version of that game. That game was never finished? Uh, it was released unfinished. They, I mean, okay, so this is a thing like with uh, Fallout New Vegas. Uh, Bioware kind of plopped the second version or the second uh, Knights of the Republic game onto Obsidian and then gave them an absurd, uh, absurdly short uh, development window. <laughs> and so, like, I think they made the game in like a year and a half. If it <laughs> what the fuck happened with them? I don't know. People just like to just throw shit on them and it's like you got you got twelve months go. I mean, to their credit, they do great stuff with that short amount of time. But still, two God. two of my favorite games of all time were made by Obsidian with insane time crunches: Fallout New Vegas and Knights of the Old Republic Two. Yeah. Uh, but no, I the thing I love about Knights of the Republic 2 is its writing. Like it, the writing in that is especially the dialogue is so fucking good. And the character of Kreia is my one of my favorite Star Wars characters ever. I love her so much. Um especially like she has that Yeah, that's good. She has that monologue like halfway through the game about uh, the the nature of like altruism and how like altruism can actually be very damaging to you in the long run not just to you it's the people you actually help and it's like she's kind of right <laughs> she's kind of right so um, we're always spot on with like really really intricate and complex writing like mm. in your vegas and the little like you showed me the little what you showed me from a uh, quarter two and even shit like alpha protocol which was a mm. really weird game they made but with really awesome dialogue yeah um yeah, Obsidian yeah, like uh, Obsidian is really good at writing very complex characters. I I don't mm. know what makes them so good at it, but they they always have been. Um I I really wish they would just I know they're they're a bit of a smaller studio. Of course, now they they're owned by Microsoft. Uh um, That's right. But I I just wish they would buy a bunch of IPs from people and start making good games for IPs that I used to love. God, I'd love to see an Obsidian's take on something like Halo, just like from a narrative perspective. Wait, that's illegal. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, that's cool. Even though there's some, yeah, I know there. Are a lot of people are bringing up red flags because the the one of the head writers that's attached with the Kotor remake is like a raging SJW. Um, oh, great. Um, I I all I want is. It, a new new engine updated graphics fine you know, re re-record the dialogue although for some of the characters you're going to have to recast because at least two of them that i know of have died since the game came out um one of them very recently ed asner who was the voice of uh master vrook in both of the kotor games died very recently so you'd have to recast him um and then the guy who voiced Candorus, uh in the first two game or in the two games also died i think three or four years ago um, Wait, how long ago did Kotor came out? 2003. Oh my god. Oh, I was 13 oh years god. old. I was six. <laughs> Not fast. <laughs> Not fast. <laughs> I always forget how young Natalia is. Holy yeah. Shit. Uh, Obsidian with. 
you're talking about obsidian with kotor 2 and fallout new vegas we built it in a cave with a box of scrap you're not wrong you're not wrong that is how obsidian (laughs) makes games good reference yeah, um, but yeah, I, I wanted to bring that up because I'm, I'm super hype about that. And then the last thing I want to do, and this will be funny too. So I recently came across an obituary that was written by an AI, and I want to read it to you guys because I find it incredibly funny. Although there's nothing funny oh, about no. people dying. Oh, well, sometimes there is. I mean, the fact that Hitler killed himself is kind of funny. Oh, uh, my God. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I know. Yeah. One of my favorite jokes of all time is a joke. I think it's Jimmy Carr told a joke that people give Hitler a lot of flack, but we all forget that he is the person who killed Hitler. They killed Hitler. Oh, my God. I love that joke so much. So dumb. Anyway, I came across this obituary, and I, I want to read it. So it also is worth mentioning that the way they did this, the per- a person didn't actually die for them to write this. They came up with a life story for someone, and they fed it to a computer and asked it to write an obituary. So this is what it came up with. I'm going to try and sure. get through this without cracking up. <clears throat> Brenda Tent retired from living at the age of old. Surrounded by family and natural causes, a librarian from birth, Brenda was an avid collector of dust. She, she, she had a sweetheart and married her high school. You've already failed. She, she loved having hobbies and helping her sons to be disadvantaged youths. She, she had no horses, but thought she did. The church gave her a choir because she sang like bird and looked like bird, and Brenda was a bird. (laughs) She she owed us many poems. The the funeral will be held in 1977 at heaven. (laughs) In lieu of flowers, send Brenda more life. (laughs) Oh my god, that's great. I love it. We love AI. Dementia. This is yeah. (laughs) Speaking of dementia, I just I came across this obituary and I just I laughed so hard when I first read it. You you walk so strange corners of the internet where you come across this obituary. How like what? How were you even there? Like what? What situation? I found this. I found this on a forum that I I read sometimes for uh, people who work with AI. And like sometimes they post like their projects and stuff on there. And this is something that someone did over the course of, like three hours. He came up with essentially like a, a very rudimentary AI that you could feed a life story into and it would pop out an obituary. And like this was like the alpha version. Uh, the moment AI will take control over all of us, they will just play on screen. They'll like do this propaganda type of shit. They will they play on screen all these videos of Boston Dynamics just kicking robots all over the place. Yeah. I mean that's the fucking plot of the um, the Deus Ex remakes. That's literally the entire plot. Like AI takes over the news and starts spinning it constantly. It's so bad. Detroit, human. Yeah, yeah. Detroit become human. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got to talk about for this WTF. So, John, what do you want to talk about? We All right. First of all, I've been playing Apex this entire time. We barely won that 2v1. It was so sad. This guy was so fucking good. Oh, Holy man. Shit. Alexa, play Unravel. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Hold on. Ina, play Unravel. <laughs> all right. Now that it's my turn and I need to actually focus because mm. I don't. 
it's been a while since I've got to actually just like sit down and play video games. Um, at my work, I'm I have to work like twenty six days straight without having a day off. It's kind of mm. rough. I'm on week two, so this is like day I don't know day twenty two right now. Damn, I've got like no, not even just twenty two. It's like day eighteen. I've got another seven to go. Dawn of the final so. day. Twenty four hours remain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just want to talk about work-life balance i'm pretty <laughs> we talked about this before didn't we nantai <laughs> work-life yeah, balance I, like yeah it's rough dude i so i work uh on what we consider third shift it's a graveyard shift i only work like uh, 6.5 hours right which isn't a whole lot thankfully but holy shit working every single day i hate it i hate it so much i mm. i don't have a day where i can actually just like sleep in wake up when I want to wake up hmm. I've been on a schedule and I just ugh. it's fucking rough it How is fucking on, rough I, I fucking a, <laughs> go I ahead girl, I knew a girl uh, literally her whole life she, job you gotta do this she would work literally every day she bought a house Um, she had the money to she was like yo I barely know like cause she was like I would go there to sleep wake up and every day and people get stuck in that cycle of yeah just rinse and repeat mm -hmm. it's fucking rough man like i humans are not meant to be working a nine to five for what 40 50 years god it is not yeah. it's not something that uh <laughs> i want to do <laughs> so i'm going to school it's but... a question of, like are you working for a living or living to work it's like hmm. That's it's hard. It's, just, it's bonkers. Like, because I'm working in a factory right now. I've worked in factories ever since I got out of high school. And at, I used to think, like, factory living is not too bad. Like, once you, you get used to it, you're like, fuck it. It's rough work here and there, but it's work and it pays well. And, you know, middle American and whatnot, but, or middle class American and whatnot. But, fuck, man. I don't know how people can, like, at my company, there's people who work there for 30 plus years, and they still show up every day. Holy shit! And I'm just like, some people bro, take to it though. Some people really enjoy it. Ah, like the routine. Yeah, I mean, so some people really routine? like. Some people really like just having a job where you go to it, you do the job, you don't have to think too hard about it, and then you go home. I get you, that. You but... give them some type of feeling because they feel like they're something. Man, look, I worked at Amazon, approximately. Six minutes. I went right back in the car. Right. <laughs> I, I got hired. I got because me and my buddy, like, yo, get here. We hired at Amazon. Literally, within six minutes, I was like, all right, I'm out. He was like, where are you going? <laughs> I quit. I quit. <laughs> just like, nah. just, how, you, how you gonna quit? You just got it here. Don't worry about it. Y'all never gonna see me again. <laughs> just, that spo just that SpongeBob <laughs> meme. All right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> Hey, yo, and I just went I'm heading out. And I went to sleep in the car. It's my buddy, my boy drove us there. We woke up extra early in the morning. Dude, it's like modern day slavery. Like I'm like, hell nah, man. I'm not doing that. Because literally, it's so like all those Amazon commercials where they be smiling, they be like, yo, it pays great. Yo, it's a bunch of bull. No, that's bull. It's a bunch like, of just check, check 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 the blinking. Maybe they're giving you a message in their blinks. Oh, no, <laughs> I no, am no. trapped yeah. here. Send food. So here in Washington, they they at the gas pumps they have like advertisements now for jobs and stuff. 
and one of them I see all the time is Amazon. Amazon warehouse worker. They'll start you at 15 an hour, 16 an hour, and there's like a $1,000 sign-on bonus. And I'm like, wow, that sounds like ass. If you have to pay me $1,000 to even fucking apply here, I don't think I want to wow. work here. Yeah. Yo, you have the best thinking ever. That is exactly right. It's like when I walk by, like, sometimes I see companies, they'll be like, you sign up today, we'll give you a free iPhone. It's like, what? I give it out free shit just to... Now, what does that Sometimes. mean? If, if you have to bribe me to work here, what does that mean about the actual job? Yeah, it's pretty, like, I don't know how people do this, man. And, you know, I, I work at Boeing, and everyone talks about how good Boeing retirement is and stuff like that. And I, it, it was true. At a certain time, when they had a pension uh, back in the day, like before, I think they got rid of it in 2011 or 2014. So it's been a while since they've had it, but... Like, that makes sense. If you had a pension where it's going to pay you, like, fucking $2,000 a month after you retire at the age of 67, on top of you got Social Security, you got a, a 401k, you got your Roth IRA, like, paid you anymore? out. Yeah. No, they don't fucking... They negotiated that away for, like, a $10,000 bonus. Whoa, it, this might really? shock. This might shock you, Natai, but here in the United States, there are very few companies that actually give out pensions anymore. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's Are like, these things work over there for you guys? Then what? Uh, it's it's held together with duct barely. tape and string over here. <laughs> it, it barely works. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trying to get into a union, man. Like, yeah, like I, as much as people hate unions, I, as much as I hate my own union, because <laughs> it feels like they don't do jack shit for you. They do. They they have fought tooth and nail for every single accommodation I've ever had, and hmm. working at Boeing is pretty fucking cushy. Like compared to comparatively working outside. Now, this is the first union job, only union job I've ever had, so I don't know if other unions are a lot better. They probably could be. They probably are. I don't know. Uh, Everyone at work seems to complain about the union a lot and say there are better unions out there, like working for the Port of Seattle is a better union. Mm. It it, it really depends on the union. Yeah. Yeah, Now, Natai, government jobs still have pensions mostly here in the United States, but not most Mm. private jobs, most private employers have gotten rid of the pensions. What? Okay. Fuck. I yes. Uh, yes. I mean, you yeah, know, you, you know, you know, a big part of the reason why they did that. It's not the only reason, but I know one of the big reasons, especially recently, that more and more companies are starting to get rid of it is because the insurance has been tied to employment. What do you mean? Like our our medical insurance here in the United States is largely mm-hmm. tied to employment. So a lot yeah. of employers, if you have a full time job with most employers. And I think, well, here in Florida, I know it's it's the law. If you're a full time employee, the the employer has mm-hmm. to offer you medical insurance. Insurance, um, cool. gotcha. Um, but for but for full time employees, uh, you most likely get your insurance through your place of employment. Um, and if you don't, if you go outside that, it's incredibly expensive to do it like independently. Have you paid your COBRA premiums terrible. today? Yeah, it's crazy. That sounds terrible. Not gonna lie. I'm in New Jersey, and not not a lot of places offer, even if you work full-time, health benefits. The first job I ever got health benefits, I worked at and It was the first time I was like, y'all going to give me health? Because y'all just <laughs> give me health care? Because I wear glasses. And, like, mm-hmm. man, them shits are expensive. Like, if you don't got no type of coverage or anything like that, man, be somewhere, and it's like, yo, you're full-time. We're going to give you uh, <clears throat> insurance. We're gonna uh, help you out. That's a pretty uh, that's a pretty big thing because 
everywhere I've ever worked, as much as, as long as I've been working, worked for very long, at least a year and a half, maybe two years ago, everything has been like out of pocket. Mm. Rough, dude. That's rough, yeah. And yes, for anyone watching this stream, yes, I am trying to fix his audio because I know he's cutting out a lot for you guys. Oh, damn, word, man. Um, I, I dropped the bit rate down for the voice chat, so hopefully that does help. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'd be lying if I said I had any kind of solution to it. But I mean, I have extreme solutions. Uh, oh, just burn it all down with a again. fucking <laughs> flamethrower. I mean, essentially, yes. Burn it all down. <laughs> just fucking burn it all down, dude. Uh, Enough of it. Tired of fucking wage slaving away. See, I, I people always tell me their horror stories on Amazon. I worked for Amazon for like seven-ish months um, and I, I'm one of like only two people I've ever talked to that had a positive experience working for Amazon uh, I do think I, I did not, to my credit, I did not work in a warehouse, I actually worked in a fulfillment center, which is different so we got stuff that had already been boxed up and sent to us from the warehouse We were all we did was we sorted it for like pickup for the US Postal Service, FedEx, UPS uh, we got it to where it was going basically Mm. Um, also the, the facility, the particular facility that I worked at, we had really good managers who actually gave a shit about us. Um, so like if they saw that we were having issues on the floor, (laughs) they would actually tell us to go, you know, sit in the break room, take a break. And then they would go on the floor and help us with our jobs. Well, that's another thing I've only always ever had like shitty manager stuff. I mean, it makes a difference. Yeah, Yeah, it's a big difference. It's like, it sounds stupid, but a good manager is such a blessing. Mm. It's such a good thing. It's like it's, it's like the, the job that I have now. Like I talk about it, and people say, "God, it sounds horrible." Because the job I have now, I work overnight, so I work six p.m. to six a.m. Uh, mm-hmm. Which yes, that's twelve hours, but it's four days on, four days off. So I have four yeah. days off every single week. Um, granted, it's an eight day rotation, so I don't work the same days every week. So it makes it kind of difficult to schedule podcasts sometimes. Um, <laughs> but. Um, I like my job because it affords me a great deal of freedom to pursue hobbies like this or like video games or anime or whatever. Man, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I also don't work for a corporation. I work for a family run company. (laughs) See, Alex is cheating. He's got connections, man. (laughs) I did. I got my job purely through nepotism because my uncle got me the interview. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) You found the correct form to announce that, I guess. It's <laughs> real bullshit, man. Your uncle out here getting your job, and my aunt out here twerking on only. <laughs> <laughs> Clapping them booty cheeks. But <laughs> please donate to cheeks. my OnlyFans. Yeah, please, please donate to our OnlyFans. <laughs> we'll show, we'll, we'll show, show pole dancing. If you Not donate bad. to our OnlyFans, we should create an OnlyFans we'll for pole on my napkin. Uh, I don't. We'll find out. You have to donate to find out. Oh my god! But John, but John, what John said is important. You got to have work-life balance, or else you're going to be super depressed. You're going to be, you know, it's not going to be good for you. So I was about to ask John, like, how do you, how do you do it? (laughs) Barely. I barely (laughs) hold on. Duct tape and string. Duct tape and string. I'm taking notes, dude. Uh. It's very unhealthy what I'm doing, and it's sacrificing sleep. Like, fuck, today, 
you know how much sleep I got today before I started recording this? Two hours. How did you know? Wait, did my girlfriend fucking tell you? <laughs> oh, God. Did, my, did you snitch on me? <laughs> is your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I got home, and I'm like, all right, cool. I've got, like, six and a half hours before I got to wake up for the recording, do the podcast stuff. I'll go to sleep. And I was like, man, you know what I haven't done in a while? Played Apex, <laughs> read some manga, played some Genshin. I was like, oh, man. And, you know, this shit you cannot be doing forever. Like, that, that's another yeah. thing. Like, you cannot be sacrificing your health to... Ah, this is this is weird, because it's like, I'm saying this, and I know better, but I'm still like, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> like, no. I, need to, I need to play games, I need to read manga. Like, bro. You want to do things that make you feel good. Like, yeah, I mean, man. that's totally... It's like, that's you, totally you gotta heal the soul, man. Like, yeah, yeah, it's for the soul, definitely. Gamer's heart. Yeah. I definitely don't understand, that, yeah. like, uh, people who who like coming into work, like, look forward to a fucking 9-to-5 grind. I, I can't do no, that, man. No, oh, no. Like, as always, like, I, I've always just, like, I just want to work when I want to work and work for myself. Don't have to fucking have no managers, no bosses, because, like, I've had a couple of good managers in my life, and I'm very mm-hmm. thankful for the opportunities that I've gotten through them and how much I've grown. Like, I became a supervisor, got a lot of hands-on experience, like, training to try to be a manager and stuff like that so i understand like the inner workings of office politics and just basically management side stuff and it's dude you think you would think that getting a cushy manager position white collar job where you sit in the desk is the easiest thing in the world it is not Mm -mm. (laughs) it it fucking depends like you could have if you have a really good team who's always good on their um, delivery dates for their projects there's they're clear and concise you know there's no hiccups and stuff like that oh yeah that's easy dude but you still like when you're in middle management you still got a boss you know you still yep. got someone you need to answer to who has someone he needs to answer to who has someone he needs to answer to mm-hmm. and it's just like watching this fucking cycle of people throwing their life away and like fucking shaving literally watching them de-age as they work under middle management it's just it turned me off to the whole thing i said fuck it i'm not doing this no more I'm gonna just do a regular ass worker job at at a fucking factory, fucking get my shit together, <laughs> go to school, fucking make video games, and that's it. That's all. I'll release games, and and that's all I'll do. I'm gonna be real with you, okay. man. I I completely agree with you, um, cause I used to work at the bank, and I grew up project. Mm-hmm. When I got hired at the bank, it was the most money, ridiculous amount. It was the first job that my family was, oh, my God, you're something now. And I was like, but, uh, and, dude, it was the worst experience. And it took, oh, me, to, it took me passing out at work. Like, literally, Jesus. we was in a business trip. Where we were? I think we was in It wasn't. We, we went far out, somewhere I've never been before. Was it passing out from overwork? What what happened? Dude, I, I can't necessarily I don't even really know what it was, but I was overstressing the fuck out of my because banking is like retail but with no excuses, right? With retail, it's always that idea, well maybe they don't want this. Not they don't want that. Banking has no excuses because everyone needs money, everyone needs bank account. So you hmm. can't and they are on your ass about hey, did, how many accounts did you open up? And like it affects your career and because they throw you all this money it's like oh damn i really gotta step up 
So I was so miserable, like, doing it. Um, I, like, I literally passed out, woke up in the hospital, had no idea where I was, didn't know how to get home. And I had to tell, like, I had to I call uh, my branch bank manager, and I was like, I can't be here no more. And I realized from that day forward, no matter how much money you make, yo, if you're unhappy, like, completely unhappy, uh, that shit plays a big role everything done. Yeah. Um, so that's why, I feel like, now and stuff like that, like, you know, like John said, sometimes you got to start your own business. What I did, I learned how to video edit. And, uh, like, I learned a bunch of other skills. Like, I learned photography. So, like, now, I, like, I freelance all around the city, and I take pictures, record events. And that's what's really getting me through. And, uh, you know, my wife has been really – she's like, yo, you want to do voice acting? I'll hold us down. I'll make sure you won't starve. You can pursue this 100%. That's awesome. Yeah, but, yo, fine. Don't ever work somewhere if you – like, it may seem like the answer. Like, I want you to think about it. When it comes to, like, more rich people commit suicide than anyone has ever been, like, been less unfortunate. And that's just mm -hmm. a – if you look at the charts of, like, people who have money and things like that, it really doesn't mean much to me. Like, I thought I would have a better understanding of it because it's something I didn't have like, in my life. Just living. But, man, mm. you're stressed and you're tired and stuff like that, and you're, like, literally – like, if you're sitting down and you're, like, looking at the time, like, when do I get off? Or you're literally regret going into work that you got to get out. Yeah. I think if, if yeah, you if you go into if you go into work and you feel like dying every day, it's not the place you need Something's to be. Wrong. Yeah. Even <laughs> I've had plenty of jobs where every time I, I had to convince myself to get out of bed and fucking like make it into work because I was like, all right, I need to make money. Hmm. I mean, you yeah. know, that that's a little different. I'm I'm saying like like if you're crying before you go into a shift, yeah. Like and there are, and there are people who do that, sit yep. down and they're like an emotional wreck. Stuff like that, and they have to will themselves on. I'm not talking about from the ah, I stayed up to 4 a.m. playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's on you at that point. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that. You know, you, you, been there. That's your fault. Like, but well, hey, no, man. for Natai, it's like God. I stayed up until 2 a.m. recording a fucking podcast with these American bitches. <laughs> Good times. Damn, I feel so bad for you, man. Because I'm crying nah, nah, for every podcast. <laughs> Oh, so like, why am I here? There were, times, there, were, there were nights where I'd go to sleep at like 11, wake up at 3 a.m. just to record, and then at like 6 a.m. go back to sleep. For oh my God. Dedication. Yeah. Man. I can't fucking do this, man. Ugh. What, Apex or just life? <laughs> just life, man. <laughs> Working so much. I was like, I, I'm, I'm like, I've kind of been watching. Is like, you seem to be doing pretty decently at this game, so. Like I'm telling you, we should all. open up a, an esport team for Apex. Oh, John, I'm gonna hit you up after, man. We're gonna. I got some ideas. We're gonna make a. Hey, yeah, I have a question for you, Burger. Do you know anything about audio editing? Is this but, a sponsorship coming in? <laughs> but but to fix this before you even go anywhere, I was smart enough to make my best friend do engineering because he went to school for. <laughs> See, that's what we do for I John. Literally, it literally fucking just know, fell onto my lap, and that's why I feel bad for you, dude. Because I'm the same person doing it to my team. I'm like, yo, dog, he'll get all this done, and I do interviews every week. I'm like, I'm be honest though, it's actually not too rough, and it's like, because when you work on something that you like doing, it's it's still work, but it's not that bad. Like it's not do you as like rough. With audio? 
I, I like working on the podcast. <laughs> I like talking what, about man. anime. I'll tell you what, man. I got some contacts. I'm gonna... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. shit. He got, he got oh, numbers. Shit. He got numbers. He's giving you numbers, man. <laughs> I'm going I'm to give you some contacts, man. I want you to contact. They work for iHeartMedia. Oh, they shit. We're going to make it big. Podcast. Oh, like, shit. We're going to get Mama Riano on our they, podcast. They, that's that's they the goal. Pay, they pay 50. They pay a lot for it. And it's... I got you. Just remind me. All right. All right. Oh. A boy. A boy. <laughs> Alex going to be like, you fucking took my engineer. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Nah, see, this, the problem though is like, I don't want to do this as a job. Like, I do it as a side hustle. Sure, make money on the. Oh god. You know what? That I also hate that hustler mentality. Where we talked like, about hey, that the last WTF. God, like, right, no. we did. I don't. Like, I, I like doing it for the podcast right now just because it's, to me, it's fun. It's fun that every week we get together, we talk about stuff we want to talk about. I've made some great friends. Like, I've never. Like I've said before, I've never had people I could talk to about watching anime. Like that that shit that mm. when I grew up was where I for was, nerds. Was like, yeah, I was like nerds, you get picked on for that. You don't fucking like, oh you like watching anime? <laughs> I'm salty as fuck being a teacher in school because girls talk about it now. I'm like, where the fuck are y'all? Yeah, I know, it's so different. <laughs> anime is so mainstream. I see no, scared. I see girls now walking around with like Superman with and Batman and shirts and like my where the academia f- fear. I'm where like, the fuck were all of you when I was in school? Oh, we were there. We was in the library. <laughs> bullshit. I was in there too. Yeah, Let's yeah, say. bullshit. I was there. I was there. I see you. I see you. I was alone in the corner. All right. So enough about that because holy shit, I can complain about corporate America forever. I hate fucking working. I hate working for people. That that's really the biggest thing. I don't I like working for. Then when I get together with you guys, we talk. We we bitch about corporate America, and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, because it's like we were sold on this fucking pipe dream, right? Especially here in the West, we were sold that if you worked hard, you worked at a fucking factory like a Boeing, you know, building airplanes and shit. You worked hard, you would be able to afford a house, a fucking nuclear family, like. That's bullshit. You can't afford none of that right now. Shit. I was told, I, I don't, because I'm older than everybody else here, I think. Uh, I was told growing up that, you know, you go you go to school, don't have a child before you get married, you know, get your get your high school diploma. Don't have a child, period. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. We, were just told, we were just told don't have a child until you get married. But, um, and then, you know, get your high school diploma, go to go to college, get your get a degree in anything, anything. It don't matter. Just get a bachelor's degree in anything. And you'll you'll be set for life. You'll never have to worry about having a job. You'll never have to worry about you know having enough money. You'll make enough money to where you can own a house, a car. It may not be the best in the world, but you'll be able to own all that shit. I I did all of that. I don't own a goddamn thing. <laughs> ah, correction. You do. You owe college debt. So ah oh, no shit. no no I don't See, because I have I have no student loans. Oh word. Ooh. Oh, See every time I hear. Every time I hear like a story about a student loan, I'm like, "Fuck! How are you guys even like feel incentive like have any incentive to go study if that's the shit you need to go through for that?" See, I was lucky because here in Florida we have a thing called the prepaid college program, and it's essentially like when you turn like four or five years old, your parents can put in like the, it's essentially an account that they pay into every month, and then the state of Florida puts it into a money market. And it grows and grows and grows. And typically by the time you start, either you, you're you in your last year of middle school or your first year of high school, your college is paid for for four years. That's See, that's awesome. I don't know why more like states 
in the U.S. adopt that. Yeah, what the fuck? That's a really I, have, idea. I wouldn't get that yeah. at all. Like, and huh? the way the way that my parents did it by the time I was by the time I was in middle school, it had already been paid for. Yo, can we trade? Well, <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? Well, yeah. let me tell you something. It didn't help not one bit because I did all that, and then I I still rent an apartment. I still lease a car. Yeah, but okay. you know, yeah, I do but... that shit too. But like, you had good parents. Like, can I trade? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, they're they're being used right now. Yo, come on, oh, yeah. You had oh, them wow. like over 25 Why you have years. To say it like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they were being used. But right my point, my my point is, my point is, I was sold this bill of goods that never came due. Like, I then just recently, the whole reason I had to move was because like they raised the rent at the apartment I was staying at, so I had to move to a completely new city on the other side of the state. I mean, thankfully, my job is mostly work from home, so. I was about to say, isn't Florida like everything you can drive within two hours and you get to? Uh, yeah, pretty much anywhere in Florida. If you drive for an hour and a half, you hit water. Just pick a direction and drive to it. You'll hit water within an hour and a half. See, this is some bullshit because I live in Washington. If I drive two hours, I can get maybe to the other fucking Boeing plant. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing some is, bullshit. like, if if you start if you start in Key West, Florida, right, and you drive for twelve hours, you're still going to be in Florida. <laughs> okay, that and makes sense. Drive- but here's the thing. If I drive for 14 hours, literally in left to right, you know, from Seattle, I want to go all the way to the fucking Idaho. Take me about just as long. I don't know why you want to go to Idaho for potatoes. You need some potatoes, man? They got cheap cigarettes. Oh, <laughs> okay. And if, if, if I drive for two hours, I reach the edge of the country. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, you live in a postage stamp. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking hate work. All right. yeah. Anyway, so, Baz, what else do you want to talk about, John? How else do you want to depress us? Girl, it's the four-hour oh, podcast for me. I know, for real. <laughs> we're just, this is what I like about WTS. We just riff. Like, we just complain, mm. fucking play games, do whatever, you know? But, no. So, uh, I stream a lot of stuff. I, I binge a lot of stuff, I should say. Mm. Like, that Netflix model of fucking watch one show, sit there for four hours. I love that. I throw on something when I'm editing. I throw something on when I'm fucking playing games. It's weird. I've, like, conditioned myself to always have something happening while I'm playing games. And if I don't, it feels weird. Like, right now. Do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I got ADHD. I can focus. I, no, I, don't, I really don't know. But, so, I am rewatching Community. Uh, hey, do you guys... Hey, hey. If you guys don't know, Community is a show by Dan Harmon, one of the guys that uh, helped create um, Rick and Morty. A.K.A. And the best his... show. <laughs> uh, season five. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. but <laughs> <laughs> So I'm rewatching it, and it was so obvious that this show, it was it was only supposed to be, um, it got canceled after three seasons, and right. they wrapped it up pretty nice after season three. Like, Sure, there were some loose ends, but everything kind of just naturally ended. And I liked it. I really liked the season three, like, soft ending. And I don't know how much time passed between season three and season four, but I do know that season four and five, it was picked up by, like, I think Netflix or Hulu or something to revive the show. It was Yahoo, of all things, actually. It was Yahoo? Yahoo? Oh, my God, dude. Yahoo. I haven't heard that name in years. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking Yahoo still exists. There's no way. But so I'm rewatching it, and I, I hate it. I hate season four and five. Like they first of all, um, 
Donald, Donald, yeah, Donald Daniel. Glover. Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, he leaves the show in season four, like within the first. That's right. Uh, seven episodes. I think it's only like thirteen episodes actually, but he leaves the show and like they also kill off um Chevy Chase. He dies, and Wasn't I know he a why. Dick though to work with. Oh yeah, he's a Chevy Chase. Like Chevy Chase was a Pierce. dick to work with when he was on SNL. Yeah, he, he's just a dick in general. Like no one likes working with him because how mm. he acted on Community as Pierce Hawthorne. That's how he acts in real life. That's that was not a character. That was just Chevy Chase. I'm not kidding. So, oh my god. Them losing uh, Chevy Chase, I didn't care too much. But I was like, whatever. His character like wasn't that great. He didn't really have a lot of good arcs. But he made me laugh. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, because he was the racist, uh, old homophobic old man. Like he's a token character, and they gave him the thanks to the good writing of the show. They gave him like some redeeming qualities and moments and stuff in there, but. Overall, I just hated it. And I was just like, what's up with this trend? Because it's not only um, Community. So there's another show that I remember watching. Um, oh, my God. The Banana Stand. Michael, how much could a banana possibly cost? Oh, The Office? The, with the Bloofs. No, not The Office. Oh, um, um, uh, Arrested Development. Thank you. Arrested Development. So Arrested Development, I, I started watching, and... I was like, this is super deadpan, weird humor, but, like, I know the people in here, like, um, I know Job. <laughs> he's, he's Bojack Horseman, so I, I know that. Will Arnett? Will Arnett, yeah. 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 Mm. So, I knew him. The goat. And then, freaking the guy who plays Tobias Funke, I see him in so many different shows. <laughs> and, so it's like, it was an acquired taste, and I started loving it. And then they fucking they canceled it, and then it got revived by Netflix. Yes, for the newest season, and it was bad. It oh. was so fucking all over the place, and like well, production a, was a like, significant never amount on of time, time has passed since the last season too. So these characters have aged. Yeah, and it's just like nothing wraps up like neatly, and like it was so bad that they had to re-release it. <laughs> they had to reshoot. Like I think it was season four or season five or something. And they re-released it in the new season where it's like they corrected a bunch of things that was wrong with the uh, with the first time they came back. So then they, they came back again to finish off the season. And I was just like, why? Like, why Why are you guys reviving these shows and then just, like, destroying them? I don't understand. It was in going in a good direction. Like, why did you fire your writers after you guys didn't want to renew it? And if you were going to renew it and, you know, reboot it or whatnot, not reboot, but, like, if you're going to renew it, why not bring back the same writers? I don't get it. Yeah. Like, who are you making this for? Because obviously fans of the show are not going to like this. So who are you making this for? <laughs> the only people who would care enough to stick around after it was canceled for three years are people who love the fucking show. You know, like, um, I guarantee you, if Firefly was airing in modern day now times, it would be fucking brought back by Hulu or Netflix by mad demand. And every single fan of Firefly would fucking hate it. Like, yeah. obviously, Nathan Fillion wouldn't even be in Firefly anymore, man. <laughs> they should, something would happen in the script writing, and it wouldn't be Nathan Fillion anymore. I swear to God. Firefly got understand. shafted. Like, people universally believe that, too. Like, Firefly was a really good show that no one watched because they actually had to fucking think while they watched it. Yeah, see, I see. Uh -oh. I just threw Firefly as an example. I've never seen Firefly, but I'm saying, like... Me neither. 
Uh, I know that good. there's a lot of fans of Firefly. Like I, I no people don't shut the fuck up about it. So the like, good, all right, whatever. The good thing they did though was they had the movie to finish it off, and I think they did a really good job with that. So I'm satisfied with how the movie ended things. As a fan, but it's just like, what is this trend of reviving dead shows? Like, you think about uh the Office. So I like the Office, the American Office. Hmm. Uh, the British one was pretty good too, but the American one definitely grew into its own thing, and. I don't it didn't it never got canceled but they changed a bunch of stuff and basically the show died after Michael left uh or oh my god what's the guy's fucking actual Steve Carell Steve yes, Carell Steve Carell <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so after Steve Carell left like the show just went to shit hmm. and that's like a universal thing that everyone agrees on and I've rewatched uh The Office so many times and I I honestly after season Three, it, the quality really dips, and basically after the the wedding, I was just like, I don't want to really want to watch this anymore. <laughs> That's all I cared about. That was my emotional investment in the wedding. Everything. I'm so scared to get into the office. It seems so long, and people just keep saying, "Ah." Oh, Says just the goes man who just it. spent how many hours watching all of watching One Piece? Yeah, this is good. Oh no, the office is good. The office is good and significantly shorter. You just said the office goes to shit after a few seasons. One Piece is good throughout all of most of it. No, fuck that. Just watch the office for the first four seasons and then just end it. Okay, just don't even. That's fair. That's totally fair. Wait, I blanked out for a moment. I blanked out for a moment. You watch all of what? What? Yes. Like caught up. All of One Piece. What? Last I gave it like September. two years ago. I was like, man, this shit. So, <laughs> to, to make a long story short, last September, a buddy of mine asked me to come join at his place uh, during quarantine because he was by himself with his pets. Um, and, like, and we watched a bunch of shows that then I told him, listen, I know you love One Piece. This is your only chance to get me to watch this shit. <laughs> and he's like, fuck it, let's do it. And so we watched like 400 episodes in like two weeks or so. Oh, dude, that's a yeah. lot, bro. Yeah. I don't, I don't have another childhood to spare. All right. <laughs> it, it was the perfect, listen, it was the perfect timing because I was unemployed, still looking for a job. He wasn't like because of quarantine, he wasn't needed at his job. So for that very short period of time, where just it was just us, I could have built drinking, eating, game, watching anime, smoking, and it was the best. Hmm. Dude, yeah. I think you have to be know, high man. to watch One Piece. Let's be honest. Actually, no. We were we were sober as fuck while watching because we were having so much fun. We didn't need it. It was Yo, a lot of. Fun. You know what? I say that, but I do remember like eight years ago what? now. I, I marathoned all of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball GT. So well, there you go. <laughs> listen, listen, and I have no nostalgic connection to this show. And I had a, I was surprised how much fun I had with it. It was it was good. It it's it is good. It's really really good. One Piece isn't a bad show. It's just too fucking long. Yeah, it's really it's, fucking long. That's that that's correct, but it's so good. I just it's feel so like it's good. never like I dropped the manga because I was like, dude, it's been like two years and they still haven't done anything. Like, dude, what? It's, it, we're getting to an ending. We're actually getting to an ending. Yeah, you go like the manga. It you go like that. you go like a hundred and fifty chapters, and they've literally moved like ten feet from where they were before. Like, yeah, this I is real plot movement. I... I think you're just being hella dramatic, Alex, to be honest. Yeah. I'm saying Alex that no good story needs a thousand episodes or a thousand chapters to tell. Fuck you, buddy. It's great. What are you talking no, about? No good story needs that long to tell. I highly disagree. It'd I be, highly disagree. It'd, it'd, it'd it would be different be if it was like sequel or anything. But like, this is all still the like, 
Man, I've been following Luffy like longer than longer than I've been married to my wife. Like, it's point. It's about discovery and freedom and seeing all these interesting places and marriage. That like what? Like, he discovered algebra. He discovered marriage. He discovered taxes. And Luffy's still Luffy. I can't argue with that. I can't argue against marriage, but yeah, One Piece is good. It's legitimately great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Also, side note, um, I wasn't wrong. Yahoo did scoop up the final season of Community. Wow. Um, while they were looking for someone to back them up. I guess they were so, really desperate for relevance. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. And then, like, that old streaming service died, like, two years later. So, that's funny. Um, Didn't it end up getting bought by, like, Hulu or something? Something like that. I'm no. going gonna, gonna to link it in chat if anyone Yahoo? wants to read this article because it's really funny. I think Verizon owns Yahoo now. Oh, is it, is it Verizon? Where they buy it for like yeah. 15 bucks? Excuse me. No, they bought it for like 100 something million. Jesus. When it was valued at like 15. I don't know what the. I don't know what kind of fuckery was going on with that, but that was one of the funniest things I've ever read. I was like, I don't know who the fuck. Like, like in the office, uh, when you. What's the, the fucking. I am the fucking Lizard King guy. Um, Rob California? Excuse me. Robert California? Mm. Where he says that? Where uh, he talks to. Uh, the company gets bought out and he like somehow convinces David to fucking give him um a scholarship to go find gymnasts in Eastern Europe or something. <laughs> like it's sure. it's so stupid and what this the office space to be honest. But uh no, there was one more show I wanted to talk about too, which was uh Parks and Rec. Fucking oh, Park- that one ended good, right? No kind People of people like that ending. Okay, well, it, it was the same treatment where it's like it got canceled and then it came back for like its last hurrah, and it was just kind of mm. like it was it was definitely not as quality as before. Now, Parks and Rec, uh, overall, I liked the experience more than Community, more than Arrested Development, more than Office. To be honest, yeah, like it, it's good. it's kind of like the it's a weird one because when it first came out, everyone's like, oh, it's basically trying to copy The Office. And it kind of was. Like, that was the original plan in the beginning. that that Because they have two of the same characters in it in Office in the very beginning. I don't remember her name. She plays... um Amy Poehler? No, not Amy Poehler. She plays uh, Karen. About? She plays Karen in Office, but then she, in Parks and Rec, she plays the nurse girl. The one Chris Pratt is... Uh... Oh, um, Aubrey Plaza, I think. No, not Aubrey Plaza. What are you talking about then? The first, the one that was dating Chris Pratt in the beginning when he broke his leg. I don't remember then. She's like a nurse. I don't remember. I don't actually. I think it's Aubrey Plaza. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me look it up. No, it's not Aubrey Plaza. That that's who. That's someone later. But point is, Parks and Rec. Like, it should have ended one season early. I don't know why they they came back and like tried to do the whole futuristic thing. I. Why? Why would you fucking create a show? Why would you bring back a show from the brinks of extinction just to make my memory worse of it? Like, I don't understand. My thing is, like, why, if you're going to do this, do it with shows that didn't get a proper ending. Like, you know, there's so many of these shows that get this done where they're like, we're coming back for a new season, but it ended. Like, it had a finale. That's it. I mean, maybe you may come back with a sequel series, but like, it's not a continuation. Like, like they did this a couple years ago with Roseanne, right on ABC. Uh, oh and, my god, I remember when that happened. Like, for those who don't rem- for those who aren't old enough or don't remember, like back in the late '80s through the mid '90s, Roseanne was huge. 
Roseanne was one of the biggest shows on TV. Uh, and like a lot of people think that the last season of Roseanne was pretty shit because, well, it was um, where they like they won the lottery and then it. Spoiler oh, yeah. alert for a so, like, 30 year old fucking... sitcom. Like, they, they find you find out in the final episode that the final season was actually uh, a novel that Keep Roseanne was writing because Dan died. Um, yeah, because the okay. complaint though is because, like, Roseanne is supposed to be about like this middle class, mm. middle American class, not even middle class, working class family. Yeah, working class family, like, uh, with like roots and stuff, just being a working man. Mm. So, for them to win the lottery and like explore that new avenue it's really bad yeah and then the the whole like revelation at the very end that the entire last season which is part of a novel that roseanne wrote to cope with the death of her husband isn't uh, that the shittiest cop-out ever it when, kind like, of is yeah i, I think it they, was a dream sequence dream. they yeah, they realized that. to their credit the writers of the show realized that no one liked this whole story arc for the final season and they're like well how do we retcon this without actually making it seem like a retcon and it's like oh well the last the, the last part was just a novel that she was writing that's so stupid. Um, and then, but the, the crazy thing is that they they revived the show, which already had an ending, and then Dan is somehow still alive. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Wasn't it super controversial when he came back? Like something. It was controversial because himself. of Roseanne the person, because she was yeah. a Trump supporter. <laughs> exactly. I, that's what I remember about. Wait, it what? Because oh, the ambient incident. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. Was it not the uh, Ambien incident? Who's the one who uh, like went super racist and blamed it on Ambien? Was that not that was that actress? was her because she said that I think it was Obama's like not chief of staff like what, what how did we that? end up how did we end up in the world of politics? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What's I don't going know. on here? <laughs> I don't know. She used she used a Planet of the Apes reference to describe a black person. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> Ooh, yo, <laughs> a person who she didn't realize was black. Yeah, I'm, see, I, I knew there was some controversy about, and she did blame it on Ambien. Race. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember this entire thing about someone did something racist and blamed it on Ambien, and I was just like, yo, so it's okay to like take drugs and just be like, oh no, 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 it's fine. I'm, I'm on drugs. That's hmm. why I'm racist. But that wasn't even the, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest problem. I, the, the whole thing that she got booted from her own like show's revival was because she was a Trump supporter. Yo, that's. That's funny. Uh, I have no comment. I mean, I have a lot of comments, but I don't want to make a political comment. No, no, I don't either. I just, but that's 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 one of the big reasons they get canceled next. Yeah, we're gonna uh, get canceled. Uh, if you guys, if you guys want to know the deep what happened, just hit me up. <laughs> okay, I, I followed it because it was one of my stand up routines for many months. <laughs> I know that there's probably some other stuff behind the scenes that we might never know about too. Um, I know that Roseanne herself is, you know, has mental health issues that she's dealt with for many years as well so yeah uh but yeah like that was another thing that they brought that show back and i'm like why like i get the nostalgia purpose because like a lot of people remember that show very fondly myself included like i used to love that show but no it had an ending leave it as it is i think one of the best um... oh i want because I was gonna lead into like there's also like a uh, Fuller House, you mm. know, like remember Full House from the nineties, you know? Da, 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 something da, 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 yeah. da, da, da. something evening TV. 
God, remember we go. that that show takes that show took place in San Francisco. You couldn't have that house that they had in San Francisco unless you were like a multi-billionaire now. So like, that's why it's a Fuller House. Yeah. So they uh, they bring back Fuller House, you know, and this started this whole trend of hey, remember all these shows? Let's make sequels to them based around like the kids or something, and like. <laughs> I hate it. I hate Fuller House. I also hate uh, Boy Meets World was mm. one that they also remade. Oh, yeah, they did the thing with Girl Meets World now. Yeah. Yeah, where it's, oh. like, focusing on uh, Corey and Topanga's kid. Yeah. It's, like, why? And they, they, the, kid, the kid goes to the same school and everything, too. Now, that's not to say that there's not any good shows like um, – Cobra Kai came out, and I, I, I mm. like Cobra Kai. That 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 cool. turned out really good. Yeah, but it's like this is nostalgia baiting, man. That's what gets me. The one like, that I can't ever do. Th- those... Did they ever do a revival for Saved by the Bell? Oh God, did they? Oh, hopefully did not. They? Cause Screech is gonna fucking <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> he, he stabbed some guy at the bar. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, oh the one that God. I the one that I hear rumors about all the time, and it, it'll never happen uh, because you know it just won't. Uh, but everyone talks all the time about rumors of a Seinfeld reboot, and I'm like, no, don't, don't, don't no, do it, don't do no. it. I hate it. First of all, Jerry Seinfeld will never let it happen. <laughs> I mean, Curvy of Enthusiasm is like sort of a Seinfeld, but like, no, people nah. say that's that's a, a sequel to Seinfeld, and I can I can kind of buy that. It's like, uh, sort of, yeah. That's the most I like curb your enthusiasm. Like the whole, uh, there's that military guy, and everyone's like, "Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service." <laughs> yes. And then, uh, who's the guy? David King. You mean Larry, Larry David? Larry. Larry. Larry David. The guy. The actor Larry? guy. Yeah, Larry What's David's name. Yeah, Larry David. So, and then Larry David. It's like, hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> and everyone looks at him like, you didn't say thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he pretty much him. just play himself in that too? Yes, it's like it, yeah. it, pretty much. Oh, so uh, not not sitcom, but I mean, Samurai Jack got its final season after many many years. Yeah, of being and that dead. turned out good. Yeah, I, I thought it, did. Few it, it gave us closure, but that's because they brought Gendy back for it too. That's that why. Sad. Yo, but that that fucking sex scene that he has with uh, what's her name, Aisha, Aishi, Aishi. Aishi. There's a sex scene in that season? Yes! God damn, I need to watch that. It's not an explicit sex scene, Um, but it's like, she gets captured. It's it's heavily implied. Like, they're both grunting, uh, and then doing the same repeated motions, and I'm just like, this is a sex scene. I mean, it seems like that's one of the few cases of a show that, like, being back for, like, one last season to just close up the story. Yeah, they never got. I mean, a, we, we seem to be getting that in anime now too. Like these these anime series that have been over for a long time that weren't complete adaptations or source material. Know, so, right? Suddenly they're coming back, and it's like, oh shit, we're, this is really yeah, but happening. A of, but a lot of shows are like getting reboots. This fruit basket. I was like, yeah, why the fuck? I mean, yeah, I but the ones getting. What do you mean, why the fuck? Because it's good. I mean, yeah. I like fruit basket and stuff like that. But you know, I'm someone who likes my childhood the way it is, man. No, the thing about no, they, they did it. I, 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 for it was it's a full adaptation. Yeah, I'll like, defend it because it's finally a full adaptation yeah. of Fruits Basket. 
that was the case for that. But they even get stuff like what was the name of that show with the the demon working McDonald's? Um, um the well, Devil's a Part Timer. Yeah, it's yeah. getting a new season after like what ten years or so. Yeah, almost ten like years. That. Yeah, almost ten years. So. That's crazy. I, I like how it was more. announced what just over a year ago now that Kodansha picked up a, a shit ton of licenses for things, and like all like, of a sudden we're yeah. seeing all these new seasons coming out. I'm like, and they're I look and at them like awesome. they're all good. Kodansha properties now, and I'm like, no game, no live. Oh man, we'll never get that. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> I'm looking. At, I'm looking at that list of Kodansha properties. I see no game, no live on it. I'm getting those excited. Believe it when I see it. Got two seasons in a movie, man. Seasons six movie. seasons in a movie. Six seasons in a movie. Cool, 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 cool. All right, should we move on and let other people talk about yeah, stuff probably. now? <laughs> God, we're at two a hour and a half into this. Jesus Christ, Natai, talk about wrestling because I know you won't out. shut up about it. Wait, do I want to talk about wrestling or something depressing? That's the question. Because I mean, we're talk in the about movie. wrestling. I was just, I was at all out. You've been to all out, dude. I saw the list. I was like. Dude, I watched that. Oh my. Okay, here we go. All right. Here, oh, so, here we go. Where he? He. All right. I'm. I'm gone. I'm gonna head out. Uh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Listen, AEW has been on fire this past year. It's insane. It's all been led up to this pay per view they've held in the beginning of September, All Out. And man, like, so I watched it with uh, my buddy who was in chat previously. Like by the end of it, he told me, "Listen, I've been watching wrestling for like 15 years or so. This is the best year <laughs> of wrestling I've ever seen." And like, I'm new to this shit, but it was great. It was a lot of fun. Just a really good show. A lot of incredible fights. Um, they've debuted a lot of like people were were expected to show up, but it was just it was so. I don't. I, know, I just really enjoy like the bombastity of it all. You know, like the production itself is insane, and like the story, the stories that they tell. Like, I don't know if, how much I'll get into it, but. I love how they like, keep poaching like talent from WWE. That's funny. Because WWE keep like firing people for no reason. So it's like, okay, just go over here. I haven't been into wrestling in a hot second. Like that was Dude, back I when I was like ten years old. The last, <laughs> the last, sure the last re- wrestling match that I actually watched, like you know, from start to finish, was Ric Flair's final match in the WWE. That was the last match I ever watched. How many Shawn decades Michael? ago was that? That was like 2000 and what, two, three? Wow. Shit, at WrestleMania? Like, I can't remember what year it was, but that was the last. That was the last match that I ever watched, because I love yeah, Ric Flair so much. It's like the thing with AEW that they've been doing lately. They've been like inviting a lot of people from different promotions for like crossover fights and stuff like that. Mm. So. Either people from like Impact, which was previously TNA, hmm. or uh, from New Japan, like big. And I, when I'm saying big, like legends from New Japan, like coming over, like uh, what was his name? Um, uh, Suzuki Suzuki Minori, I think that's his name, which is like yeah. a yeah. thirty years something veteran in New Japan, which is insane. Um, <laughs> I know, right? It's it's crazy. And they've been like slowly for the past year or so, they've been building up this sort of like this reality where people from different promotions can come over and just like showcase themselves and get more like viewers to know, take notice of them. It's almost like awesome. if you recruit the best talent, you'll get views. <laughs> Pretty I much. wouldn't say that's guaranteed though. Like it's not guaranteed, but it's like, they've been very flexible about it, which is mm-hmm. like, which is great. You know, you give your talent more things to do on their own terms. Like, great, go for it. The thing um, is with 
AEW. I was watching all the, the live while you were there, right? Yeah, I was I was in that bitch. Illinois. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, that's Man. insane. Like watching from home was insane. I can't even imagine what being there in the crowd. They had WrestleMania there... here in Tampa, uh what was it? Oh last yeah, year? Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know they had to, they had to push that back because of COVID. I think it was supposed uh, to happen in like April of last year. Ended up happening in October. It had that big uh, storm now. No, they had COVID. <laughs> no, I'm talking about I'm talking about did the show. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I thought you meant like that's the reason it got postponed. No, like no, it got yeah. postponed because of COVID. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of shit because of that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, so, AW. So, what was your experience, Burger, watching it live? No, I'm um, curious. I mean, I've watched wrestling like live a lot of times. Big mm. I was just at uh, AEW just on a uh, Wednesday, on just on Wednesday, literally, because it was at the Prudential Center down in North. Great episode that was a really terrific episode. So I was there. I I was speaking to the guy who shaved who shaved shaved his head. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, the Orange Cassidy huh. fan. Like I was speaking to him. Cause today he was like, "Yo, it's pretty cool and stuff like that." Uh, All Out was crazy because um, the 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 biggest difference between them is AEW is a brand that cares about the audience, care about their fan base. Take they're giving people what they want, mm. and WWE is like, "Well, we'll give you what we think you want to have to like it." So there's a clear difference of, "Hey, we care, and these people don't." Plus, they push mm. all their talent. It was an amazing experience. I went there because CM Punk was wrestling. I was like, oh, duh. Yeah, that was his first match in like seven years. And it was really good. It was really, really good. If you pay um, attention to the storytelling in the match, a lot of the things they did was literally things that happened with Bret Hart, mm. X-Pac, like literally, like exact sequences. If you study that's... it and then go back and watch like some of these older matches, they, they planned it out to that's that's the beauty that I find in wrestling. It's like it, you have like this like multi-layered storytelling because you have th- the storytelling that's like between before the matches, like you have the wrestlers cutting their promos and talking shit to each other, and that's great. You can have that building up over a long period of time. You can have the storytelling in the match itself, like the certain beats, certain moves that like the wrestler can react to in a certain way. Like uh, back in um, uh, February 2020, I think it was Revolution, they had a tag match. And one of the one of the moments in the match was these these two guys like doing a very specific move on this other wrestler Kenny Omega, and it's a move that calls back to his old partner from Japan. Now, that moves uh, like most of the time like you know knocks up op- opponents at the end of the match. So they do they pull off the move, but then he gets back after one second. It's like there's more to that storytelling in terms of, like how he reacts to that specific move because he's familiar with it, right? Yeah, and. They, and specifically to Ola, they've been building up so many really great stories over the past year or so. Like, really, really fascinating stuff. And whether it's Return of Veterans like CM Punk, or, um, <clears throat> like, fights between Chris, uh, Chris Jericho to uh, versus MJF, which is an incredible heel that they have right now. It's amazing Just... to me hearing some of the names that you always say, because I remember watching these people wrestle in the 90s. I know, right? It, it's it's such a great mixture of all the new talent, dude. It's it's amazing. Like, and from what you told me, like there's a lot of those old wrestlers that may they may not wrestle anymore, but they're like they're coaches or they're they're part of the story. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Arn Anderson. Anderson is like, yeah. Exactly. Arn Anderson was like his stuff. His God, Arn Anderson like, hasn't wrestled since like 1994, I think. No, dude, it's like he's like he's like the, one of the coaches right now. But his sometimes son, he gets the ring and he gets the shit, bit, shit the shit out, bit out of him sometimes, mm-hmm. and he takes the hit. I got to meet Arn Anderson and like I think it was 1999 or 2000. He's a he's oh, a classy shit. guy. He really is. His son is wrestling right now in AW. He's great. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that was an incredible experience. Also to watch it like again, I don't have much like I started watching AW like in 2019 when it first started. But I'm watching with uh, my buddy who's been watching for a long time, like to see how happy he is while watching it it's like wow shit it's like it seems like people didn't have a good alternative for long ass time so it's really cool to see like this new promotion just doing things so well well in america for a long time it's been wwe or nothing yeah pretty much and they've been doing amazingly like i i honestly want x to sit down with you Watch a few episodes, and then watch with you the pay per view because we, it's uh, so, what so we good. should do is since we do the 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 watch parties on our Discord server now, we should definitely do that as a watch party. Yeah, I'm down to rewatch uh, a few episodes and watch that. It's a great time. Yeah, I'm just I I'm thrilled that some of these old guys that I used to watch they you know they still have a purpose in wrestling these days. Well, you know totally it's still jumping off ropes. <laughs> That, that's the difference between WWE and AEW is that because when you have these veterans and coaches who've been in the business, they know what wrestling is. The thing with WWE is they get writers from Fox. Who yeah. Probably, who, some of them don't even have wrestling experience. You know? So they're just like, well, we know how to tell a good story, but it's not the story that wrestling fans see. Yeah. And mm. like when I was breaking down the CM Punk and Darby Allin match, it was so structured because the whole point of that match was, hey, there's this veteran here who's trying to see if he can still go, and Darby Allen is this new this new talent. So yeah. way 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 back in the day, Bret Hart fought X, right? And it was the same, you know, Xbox was trying to test himself. Well, he was the one two three kid, but he was trying to test his metal as one of the top wrestlers in the business. So it's that same, it's that same atmosphere just told in the present day tale, and like Tony Khan is like. He's really, really, he's like, he really under for someone who has not really watched wrestling that he really understands what people dead set on. Yeah, that guy is like, he's doing great. It's like, it's the CEO of uh, AEW. Like, he's been doing absolute wonders with the company ever since they started. Like, even when, like, whether it was th- through uh, the COVID era where there was no crowd, and now back when, now they're back on the road, and it's, Wow, it's 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 awesome. I'm having a great time. With that was this. one of the weirdest things about watching sports during COVID is watching all these yeah, no things crowds. with no crowds. Like especially Gosh. watching like baseball games with no crowds. Oh, yo, that is hilarious. And how My everything they and had how, the cutouts, dude. Yeah, they My had the cutouts. Was a broadcaster for it, so like he was showing me the camera angle. He was like, yeah, card cut out right there. I was like, what is this supposed to like entice the players to be like? Well, it was really it was really weird when they first started doing it because they didn't have the cardboard cutouts and they had no like noise that they were piping into the stadium, so you could hear everything, like any word that anyone, because everything echoes in a baseball stadium typically, uh, except for a couple. And, like you could hear everything, you could hear everything the players were saying to each other, you could hear like everything echoed and reverberated constantly. So I was really glad that they started putting they started piping in the artificial crowd noise because like it was so eerie. 
I do like how some of the players got into it though. They were still doing the motions as if people were in the state in the stands. Like they were waving to like the cardboard cutouts. And there was one there, I forget who it was. It was, it was it was a player for the Chicago White Sox. I forget who it was now. But at be, at the end and the beginning of every single game, like he would sit there and like sign fake autographs with the cardboard cutouts. Wow. <laughs> It's he funny. Better, he is better than me, man. I feel uh, like the cardboard cutouts would be just equally as creepy as an empty stadium. I don't know. I it was better than having an empty stadium. Oh, I, yeah. I, I the, at the very beginning before I started doing that, it reminded me. So in Baltimore, a few years ago, the Baltimore Orioles had to play a game in an empty stadium because they were having a bunch of protests downtown, and MLB didn't think it was safe to have people in the in the actual you know. Uh, ballpark so they played in an empty stadium and that was eerie and, and yep, you could tell that it's, it's, been, it's the first time any of the players done it too because like they were flinching at all the sounds that they could hear reverberating <laughs> 2D better but than yeah. no D hmm. what can I say but now, now they're back on the road with the crowds and it's great great energy it's just awesome product yeah. just really really good stuff Get um, vaccinated, people, so we can get more of this. Get vaccinated, everyone. I don't know. Uh, all right. Um, all right. So moving on. Uh, there is something I wanted to talk about because it's been on my mind for the past few weeks. And I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to hear more opinions on the matter because it's interesting to me. Um, so I've been thinking about Berserk a lot lately. And oh. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um like i still haven't finished it i'm not really looking forward to finishing it because it's you know after mura's passing and all that it you can, there's you something can, about it you can um, finish one piece but you can't finish yeah. Berserk I mean, yeah, yeah, what the <laughs> it's different come on it's different. priorities bro i think the thing the thing no the thing about berserk is his death was so unexpected like and yeah. I feel so bad about it now because the week before it happened, we had a podcast where I made a joke about the fact that Berserk, uh, he'll die before Berserk ever ends, and then like a week later he dies. I'm like, oh, so it's your fault? Oh it's no, it's Alex's fault. <laughs> I don't He's want to ever talk about any. Listen, Alex, I don't want you to ever talk about any mangaka ever. Just so you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm scared of you. Um, but anyway, so I've been I've been rereading some earlier chapters and I've been rewatching some uh, moments from. The 97 anime, hmm. which is amazing, and everyone should watch it. Um, and there's the like the whole thing with the, the Golden Age arc, like, I won't get into details because I would highly recommend everyone to read it or watch it. And the whole thing about it is like that idea of like <clears throat> looking for purpose or like fulfilling your dream. And because, like, and then, like, there's a character that states there that if someone is not doesn't have a purpose they're fighting for, like, striving for. Then I don't see them as an equal, hmm. and it's a very integral part of the, of the entire story of Berserk. Honestly, like that whole journey of seeing guts, um, being aimless, and then looking for purpose, and then at some point finding that purpose, it's it's a very it's it's rough. It's a very rough story, and like it's both grim, but it's very hopeful. But it gets me thinking. Like we talked about our like work life balance, right? Hmm. And every now and then I find myself like, and don't get me wrong, I'm very grateful that I'm enjoying my current job. I have a lot of friends I made there. My boss is great. Like, I'm, I'm happy, I think. 
And but every now and then, like I'll think to myself, like there's something missing. Like what 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 am I really like looking forward to? Is there anything that I really want to accomplish, right? And it's a very big question, I know, but it's like something that comes up every now and then. Bro, you're too and... early to be having a midlife crisis. Yeah, you're way too young. You're way too young. You're way too young for this. I want to go buy a Ferrari. Bullshit. That's what I was about to say. Just to suffer. That's what I was about to say. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not one of these people that like feel like I need to get something done as quickly as possible because I need to do this. Then I need to need to get married. Then I need to have kids. Don't do I'm it. Not about that. Don't do it, fam. <laughs> my, my wife tricked me. Don't do it. <laughs> it's a trap. It is a definitely a trap. If you look, I'm gonna tell you something real quick. If you look do at it. the process of marriage how it's presented it's like it it's a very scary my friend broke it down he was yo you know how you dating your girl i'm like yeah you should do that but forever i'm like <laughs> like and i just like you know what tell it in front of a preach too i'm like mm, mm. don't do it bro see, enjoy, enjoy your life do everything you want it'll exactly. come exactly and I, and i am it's like don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not in in any hurry to get married or to do any of that like i'm I'm totally fine, like going on my own pace with life. That's totally cool. Stop thinking. Ever since what I'm telling. You. Yeah, ever since I've moved to my own apartment, in, like in the center area of Israel, I've met more and more people who have this like sort of mentality in life, who like living in a marathon almost. It's like I'm like, oh, what? So what you're doing in life? And like, oh, I, I, now I'm studying for my degree, and by the age of 26, I'm gonna finish it and like get a like a supervisor job or whatever. And then by the age of 27, I'll have like three kids and that. And I'm like, damn, like you have your whole life planned out. Like, what's up with that? Are you sure? It's like, and people are like confused when I ask them about it. It's like, yeah, like I need to know what I want to do with. My... It's like, well, do you though? Yeah, do you though? Exactly. It's like I mean, more power to them. I have nothing against that, but it's like, but it gets wow. me thinking of like, am I like, what am I real like, what am I really looking forward to as a goal or something? Like again, I'm not in a hurry to anywhere. I'm happy where I am right now, but every now and then I'll think about that whole idea of like a goal or a purpose or something that I want. I want to work towards. Hmm. It's kind of and and I don't know what it is. I really don't know, and I don't know if to we just wait for it to like something to snap in my brain to like, oh, that's what I want to do. Or to just like explore stuff. That's the question I'm kind of curious about. All right. So even though I was fucking with you, like I, I felt this exact same way about three years ago, right? Like mm. I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like I, I wanted to go to school. I wanted to be an electrical engineer. I, but then I kind of just like lost motivation to do everything. Was I, that, I was, like, was that the just... 3 a.m. whiskey conversation we had a couple years ago? <laughs> where i i just fucking like i had a fucking mental break to be honest and it was because it's like it's the same shit like i see all these people they're going out they're like oh yeah you know i'm about to be a fucking rn i'm I'm going to take these classes like i've got a five-year plan i'm like dude i can't even fucking plan what i'm gonna have for breakfast i ain't got a five-minute plan let alone a (laughs) five-year plan yeah like how, how the fuck do you have this all planned out like and it's just like it's it's a lot it's a lot to take in and felt the same way I, I, it's aimless right you feel like you don't have no goal because you're just you're just living life you know you're just having fun doing whatever yeah and that's kind of where i found solace like after the freak out i was like fuck it i'm just gonna let life do what it does you know i'm just gonna roll with it and i'm just gonna do what i want to do and hopefully it works out you know like 
I wanted to work out. I, I don't want to be working for a factory my entire life, but like it's just it's about enjoying yourself while you're here. You know, it's being doing what makes you happy. Like yeah. for the people who do things, it's like, well, I, I need to get through this and eventually I'll be happy. I'm like, man, I'm not sure if that's going to make you happy, man. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's not like, so like rough. It's like, it, why? Why put you through that? If eh. as much like, as you might want it, like this it. ain't this ain't an isekai. You got one shot. Yeah, I not know, only right? it's just like that idea, that hopeful idea that there's some light at the end of the tunnel of bullshit. It's like, man, I don't know. <laughs> oh my, your girlfriend John would like me to remind you that you met your girlfriend and it's the best thing in your life. Oh yeah, uh huh, yep. <laughs> 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 Because, like, I do find myself, like, like I do, like, just like you, like, I find solace in that, like, I'm trying to enjoy just what I have. And I am really grateful for, again, like, everything I have in my life right now. Because I do have a lot of fun both at my, uh, at work and with my friends I see almost every day. And, like, I am happy. But every now and then, like, I'll be by myself. I'll be thinking to myself, like, oh, maybe I'll, like watch some anime or play some game I don't find and like but like at the back of my brain I'll be like mm, don't you, you want to try it? you could be hustling you could be yeah, getting exactly. the skill yeah like, like hmm, what like, am I going to do today I'll watch a thousand episodes of One Piece go it's, yeah, like, right. it's, like, it's like like I feel like I'm losing my enjoyment of certain things because I'm sort of judgmental towards myself it's like well yeah especially when you're surrounded by people who like they've laid out this plan and you know they they constantly talking about how they're hustling and they're doing this and that to prepare for this and that and you're like shit so i can't even i can't them, yeah i can't enjoy my 30 minutes of this anime because like i could learn a skill i could learn to speak french instead i don't know why <laughs> i need to learn to speak french but i can like fuck i should be doing something like i, I get it like i, I felt exactly like that because Again, I was like, man, what am I doing in my life? Working I could be learning factory. Japanese and become the Uber Weeb. I always know I could be. <laughs> Dude, let me I understand exactly coming from first things first. Never let your environment determine your happiness, right? That yeah. get, get that completely first of all, your boy talking about having three kids at twenty five. Dude, that means as soon as she her she heals up, he's gonna <laughs> Impossible. Yeah. All right. It take yeah. it take a while for a child to be conceived, right? It's there's a plan in Yeah, it's insane. So, you know, I mean, I, like, here's what I've learned. I have worked many of jobs. Many of them. I've been working since 13, probably 11, because my father used to trick me. He'd be like, yo, come help me out. I'll give you a couple dollars. And I'd be like, huh, why am I sweating? But <laughs> <laughs> what I've learned in my, because I've went through multiple phases, right? been I, i've been a manager i've been a story manager before you know what i mean i've done a lot of things uh for me stand-up comedy was like was the one thing like when i was doing it full time it was the one thing like i always would go back voice acting side but i was doing comedy like at a high time right going back and forth to new york literally every day like my day would consist of going to work i worked in a school going to work getting out switching clothes getting on a train heading to New York, leave New York at 3 a.m. in the morning, come back home. And I was happy, right? Did this for years, mm. building up for two things. I was conf I was able to do a one-hour As a comedian, that's like the golden goose. That's like your ticket into, like, Hall of Fame. Because if you can mm. do an hour of comedy by yourself, who can really touch you? 
So you I can do an hour of comedy, man. You can call Netflix. They'll give you a special. That's the funny thing about it. I was in talk. Oh, I shit. I was speaking to Netflix. I knew somebody that no went way. in there. And they was like, yo, man, we, you know, because my thing was I was seeing I would be on Netflix. I'm like, who the fuck are all these, like, unknown comedians that's, like, has these specials and they're, like, mm-hmm. trash. Like, I know, what? Right? Like, I can, I can do something better. And so I, 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 I took action, right? Called somebody up. I was like, yo, my buddy was like, yo, I'm going to put you in contact with boy. Uh, they do, like, what they'll do is you can submit your film. If they like it, they'll, you know, they'll put it on their platform. I'm not Dave Chappelle, so they're not going to give me no mega million dollar check. But my content will be on their platform. Mm. And all yeah. Netflix really care about is your social media. Funny you are. Really? They only care about your following. I really didn't. Ex- well, because had- think about it from their perspective. Your following is going to draw eyes. Yeah, that was, that was the whole point behind it. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I but- a, the, the way how you have to think about it, dude. No matter how much stuff you think you feel is unfunny or like that gets views, gets like people see that stuff. Like that's why uh, when like they put the Chappelle show on that platform, then Dave was like, "Yo, like that's like it's making me feel some type of way." They was like, "All right, we'll take it off." They did that because that shit was going to be watched tremendously, and it was on HBO. Like it wasn't just on that platform; it was on like tons of other. Well, I know that Dave Chappelle told said that the reason he did that for HBO Max was because they turned him down for his show a long time ago, and they used the phrase, what do we need you for? And so he used that phrase against them when they put it on the platform without asking him. It's like, well, what do you is, need me for? Well, the thing is, even with that and stuff like that, is that, you know, he left, like, they owe him mad money. So he's not mm-hmm. making anything from that show, rather streamed on Netflix mm-hmm. or whatever. They so did him hella dirty. So that he told them, like, and you know, his idea was what was crazy about what I did. I just didn't want to work. For I he hmm. signed that deal when he twenty one. He made like as much money as people think he made from the show. He's made like literally like a fraction of that. And when he left, people called him a crackhead. People all this stuff. Like hell, he's, he's probably made double what he made back then. Now being an independent oh, yeah. producer. Oh yeah, because he's this legendary comedian, now. and now everyone values time. He's really, literally one of the few people who can say, "I don't like this," and the like. The brand was like, "Okay, we value you more than we value this, like this relationship." Yeah, he's. Mm-hmm. I, I I like to equate him. He's like the Keanu Reeves of comedy. He picks his he picks his stuff that he wants to do, and he does it. Yo, absolutely. So when I got the opportunity to work like Netflix, because I had I did first things first. I did my stand-up comedy special twice. I did it the first time. I did it at the Playroom Theater. Literally, nothing I did got recorded because chords in there were faulty, so, like, audio didn't oh. get recorded. Yeah, so I was, we we I know was, what that's about, don't we, guys? I was <laughs> depressed because, dude, I was at the point where I was like, magic struck. It's not going to had literally family fly out. I don't even like my but... They saw what I was doing. They wanted to support. So it meant something to me that they flew out to come see me perform for an hour. Like, bro, my graduation was like, I think my brother was there. And, like, that was it. Like, so I don't have the best rapport, like, so-called with my family. But to see them come out and support, it made me feel some type of way. It made me feel like, oh, because they, because everybody in, in the crowd knew that was going to Netflix. So told them that we wanted to noise had to make it seem bigger than what it is. So mm. I did the show. Shit did not get re- 
did the show again. My my best friend literally was the one that bro, fuck all that. Do it again. Set it up again, recorded everything, got everything point, had it edited, mastered, put in mad money. I paid for four theaters in New York. Four theaters in New York and one in New Jersey where I live live at. Because even if Netflix didn't pick it up, I was gonna play it in theaters regardless. Paid all money out of my pocket. Literally. Wow. I'll remember the day like I'll never forget the day because it was March 13th. I had just got transferred over to uh, a school that dealt with kids who are autistic and things like they was autistic, children that had autism. I got there. It was my second day there. Literally got an email from Netflix being like, hey, we're going to put it in. Very next day, COVID. Everything shut down. Literally. And I remember, and I'll, I'll never forget the email. I'll never forget the call I had. Guy called me up. Hey man, thing going on right now called COVID. Sorry, we can't review it right now. Don't worry, it'll probably be done in two weeks. Zach is exact fucking words. Wow, it'll be two gone weeks. in two weeks. Probably don't worry about it. It'll probably be gone in a month. Two weeks. Not bad. School flash forward two years. School Not called bad. me. School dropped me. And because I'm an assistant, we don't. Get, they wasn't. I wasn't like I'm the first one to go. School shut down. I had nothing. Oh. Everything I worked for was gone. Everything shut down. Lost in the sauce. No direction. Nowhere where to go. And I'm thinking, hmm, what do I do now with my and I tried, right? I've tried like I tried to do comedy and like, hey, we'll we'll do it on Zoom. Shit does not work. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're here talking. And I think what learned it what 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 made me realize this shit wasn't going to work. I did a comedy show with we're gonna do a drive-through show. Y'all remember, like back in the day, like people would be in their cars and they would drive up to like a mountain or something. And it would be like a big projector and it would just mm-hmm. watch a movie from their cars. Yeah, yeah. Well, guy had shows too young for that, but oh, <laughs> I'll send you some pictures, <laughs> some black and white pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, literally the same mentality. It's like, yo, we'll do it. Everybody in the car, y'all have to worry about getting sick. It'll work out fine. Had a really bad feeling about that. Felt like my did the show. Never felt so like pathetic doing something. Used remember, I spent I did comedy for six years. I did the Apollo Theater. Done comedy all my life. Literally went to did this show because everybody's in their car and no one can clap. They have to honk their horn. Oh my god. Oh, I don't know god. if y'all ever have 40 car horns blown at you at one time. That sounds awful. I'd be like, yeah. no, don't don't applaud until the end. Like, oh god. Yeah. This shit is nauseating. Like I threw up in the middle of performing cuz like oh my, my head hurt. So I can bad. imagine. That would just that would distract me to no end. Whose idea and was to have a fucking the car dude, horn? Why why why, why I won't say his name? Still paid me. But <laughs> you know what I mean? But the I, but and I understand what he was trying to do. He was just trying to make he was trying to find a Give way to get some... something back to norm. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. make it work. And it just didn't. You know what I mean? He yeah. was like, We're gonna try it out and stuff like that. And it was bad for me because I was the first act out. And so like you were the guinea pig. You were literally the guinea pig. I had so much material going. And like and then like literally by the end of it, I was like, I don't wanna do it no. So I'm lost. I don't know what to do. All my life has been like towards. Yeah, I work, but you have to understand for a lot of people, like 
when you're working, like when you're working at a job you don't want, you're usually working with a purpose, working towards a goal. Mm-hmm. My goal mm-hmm. always comedy. So all mm-hmm. the day jobs, all the other jobs I had that that hustle, that grind to work extra hard was all they were in service of that. Yeah, was going to that, and it was fucking gone. And I had no idea what. To do. Hmm. I was shocked, pressed, and I was sad, man, like visibly sad. And it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. And eventually I fell into like the voice acting scene. And, like I started doing that. And it's it's always been something that was there, but comedy has always been has always been foremost because it get it got it got me paid, it got me traveling, and it was the one thing I immediately saw successful. I literally spent five, six years honing my craft doing. It. So like here I am jumping into something new that, you know, I think I can do and stuff like that, but you know, not nearly as much passion as I had the Nelson. Mm. And it took my wife really sitting down with me and being like, yo, because you still need money. Like, and I didn't like government did me dirty. I ain't get no damn stimulus check. Like I was like, yo, like I ain't get no it's unemployment. Like, I'm over here. Someone. Hello. Moshi Moshi. Yeah. Uh, what? You too. <laughs> yeah, like y'all, I wrote them a mean ass. Yo, I, I had no unemployment because I was working at the I had just got off on right before the whole COVID shit happened. But it was like, yeah, no, no had nothing. And everything was close. So I didn't have no money to work anything. Wife sat me down. She was like, yo, I will let you do this for a year. All right. If you can make it work, do it now. Find out what matters to you. I will make sure you have food. I will make sure you have a roof over your head. I'll make sure you have something to eat. But now is the only time to try to feel. I jumped into voice acting so fucking hard to the point where now I'm like, I'm very happy to say, dude, I can find happy. Happy. Mm. And I say all this to tell you, dude, young, I'm like, but. <clears throat> I'm there's redacted. No, there's, <laughs> there's no time limit on when you'll have your when you'll find because I didn't think I would be here and it literally came out of nowhere give yourself time figure out whatever it is you like to do figure out whatever it is you like to do and do it and start and let's figure out a way to monitor yeah Mm. I I spoke to Yoranika she said the most interesting thing ever she was like listen at the end of the day yeah I do hentai dust but you know what's crazy about my story I was just a horny female figured out a way to make money doing literally <laughs> monetize the horny she monetized herself she monetized the fact that she was and she did it in a respectful way no matter what anybody else can say honestly no matter what anyone else can say she has like she has a career path yeah 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 Look, True. don't stress yourself over things like that you will find like whatever it is you like to do like look at the things you enjoy doing and don't tell yourself, well, I can't make no money doing this. Because my mother told me that same shit. And now they're Twitch streamers. I'm like, Mom, if you would have told yeah, me about no, this shit. Real, <laughs> yo, like, no, bro, tell I, me why. Yo, I remember hooking up my GameCube to the VCR. Yo. And I would record my gameplay. And I was like, yo, I was streaming before anybody fucking thought about it, yo. Like, <laughs> tell me why. My mom was the same way. She's like, why are you playing this kind of strike game? You're never, you need to get a job. And I'm just like, Mom, I just want to play video games. She's like, no. 
That's not gonna help you get a career in the future. I ain't no and job. Now, and now, you know what she says to me? Hey, how come there's Twitch people on this Twitch? They make so much money playing video games. You can do that. I'm like, really, mom? I can do that? No, I can't. Fuck you. What the fuck? <laughs> I was, no, I was, I, I did the same thing. I was at my parents' house one day and I was watching, I, I, I think it may have been a Dr. Disrespect stream. And I was like getting all these donations and my dad just says, why can't you do that? And I just turned at him and said, <laughs> bitch, you know how many times you told me growing up to get off the damn video games? Yeah. Yo, like, <laughs> dude, I'm like, my wife wants to have kids. Doing my best to tell her no. She keep trying to use Jedi. She give you the puppy dog guys like, don't you want to do It's just like, it's like shit I'm not ready for. She was like, sure? I'm like, what are you? No. But like my whole goal is whatever it is, like when I do have kids, you know, I ain't going to say. Uh, yeah. I won't. You know what? Kids or whatever. Whatever it is you like to do, figure out how to monetize it. That's why when I was, that's why when I was teaching, like whatever students like to do, I would be like, yo, here are these resources. Let's start the journey now. Because it's going to take a while. You're going to have to put like five, seven, eight years of like grind in to really be good at it. But if you start young, by the time you're in your 20s, you're already running. Stuff. I'm starting yeah. now. So I have to put in the grind and effort to do the shit that I want. Yeah, like when you look at a bunch of like big channels like uh Markiplier. I love watching Markiplier on YouTube, right? I remember when he was still like at 50k subs, man. Like back in the day using a fucking shitty webcam, just playing video games. You know, look at him now. He's just celebrating what, 30 million or something? Yeah, 30 something like that, yeah. Like bro <laughs> It's been a journey for him. And I also, like I'm, success. I'm, I'm glad for him in particular that he stopped playing a character and he's just himself now. Yeah, the he, he definitely was with the times, but I mean that was the way you get subscribers back in the day. Like, yeah, until he found his own it's niche game, of like his own say. fan base. Yeah. Like he was just doing whatever. Oh shit, the game crashed. Uh oh. Not bad. Uh, oh no. Apex Nervous. is telling you you've played enough. <laughs> Server's been shit on Apex. Ollie, but... Ollie's trying to get in your game. No, I think there's like the a... hackers from Titanfall fucking up. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, I think there's like a time limit on. Uh, I think it's like one hour or something. But no, that, that's also something range, but... you you bring that up. It's something that people don't think about. Like even the biggest people start out small. Like like we think about Whole Alive now for VTubers, right? The first mirror of Whole Alive, um, Tokinosora, she had thirteen people show up to her first stream. And I think three of those or four of those are member like like people who worked at Whole Live. So, okay, but hear me out. We had our first stream and we had zero viewers. Man, hey, look at that. She ready? <laughs> she was starting way ahead of the pack. Man, that's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but yeah, like you got to start somewhere. You know, like yeah. this whole idea that you can blow up overnight. Not to say that it doesn't happen. You can definitely just blow up. Oh, it overnight. does. Don't want that to happen. Like, also. We could blow up overnight. Like. But I think that's... it's not really healthy even to blow up overnight. No, I honest. don't think it is either because you have unrealistic expectations. It's like exactly. buying your first lottery ticket and winning the jackpot. Like, yeah, it affect your mental. Yo, if you want someone yeah, to be inspired sure. by, listen to Bella Porch, her her life. That is a female who, yo, she's had it rough as fuck. No one believed. She made one track, one song. She is going on tour with a song. She don't even have a fucking album. And, like, people are giving her shit about it. Hmm. Um, I feel like uh, we need to get to show because I got, like, 25 minutes where I got to bounce to oh, go to gosh. work. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, show hasn't gotten anything he wanted to talk about yet. That's more of some no, of my stuff. I'm... I don't know. 
But well, uh, talk about Guild Wars 2 show because I know you're fucking obsessed. In fact, I can oh show you God. playing it right now because you've been playing it the whole time. Look at this. This is a so, show playing Guild Wars. I started playing Guild Wars 2 a month ago and we've had 321 hours logged into it. Listen, I don't have a problem. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. No. So, <laughs> so I used to play a lot of um, Guild Wars 1 when I was in uh, high school. I have like 10,000 plus hours logged into Guild Wars 1. And Guild Wars 1 and 2 are both uh, MMOs, although Guild Wars 2 is uh, more of a traditional MMO. Uh, apparently, Guild Wars 1 was more of a uh, more RPG than MMO because there wasn't any big events. You could only really kill things with a, a few people together at a time. Um, so yeah, uh, this game, Guild Wars 2, released like what, 15 years ago? Something that like that. That shit released in 2012. I was at GameStop Holy when this shit released. Really <laughs> I was working so, yeah. on <laughs> You were literally a fetus when this was made. Or when exactly. this was released. Honey, honey, my, when my mom saw that Guild Wars 2 released, she had the contractions when I came out. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I, I was a big Guild Wars 1 fan. Guild Wars 2 released. I was like, oh shit, man. Let me play this shit. So I played it for like a month. I like grinded hard, got to max level, maxed everything out, did all the end game. And then I'm like, there's nothing to do. And then I got bored and then I quit. Then you tried uh, to get me to play. I got you. I tried to get you to play the first game, Guild Wars 1. Hmm. Because Guild Wars 1, there's so much more to grind. Whereas on release, Guild Wars 2, I grinded everything. Hmm. And I was like, there's nothing left. So anyways, uh, one of my friends, Nisam, uh, got into Guild Wars 2 a month ago and was like, come play, come. And I'm like, fine, whatever. Started playing this game, and damn, the the new releases, they did like a couple expansions and new uh, content and stuff. And the new releases to this game really, really improve it. It makes it like so much better. Um, they really double down into the verticality of the game. So this game has stuff uh, called jumping puzzles, where you have to like jump around uh, like mountains and cliffs and stuff to get rewards. And some of the new maps they released are like literal vertical mazes. Like you get lost <laughs> in them. Like you can't see. Like there's like a full canyon where like you have to like explore the entire fucking canyon to find the little tiniest little turd hidden in the little corner. And like that sounds really annoying, but it's honest. It's really like. You sell me really good on this game right now. I love that shit. <laughs> me, I'm not good at this game. No, I'm not good at this game. I just like I find it like the 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 new content is a lot of fun. They've also like released um. The big thing, uh, one of the new well, they also released mounts and mounts. You know, tie in. They're not just quality of life, but they tie in with the verticality and exploration of this game. Because the new the mounts unlock new movement modes like like vertical jumping and like flying, which really um really makes exploration like a lot of fun. And they also released a lot of um end game dungeons, which are way more interesting. They actually released a hundred at <laughs> new dungeons, uh end game dungeons, which is crazy. But um yeah, the the dungeon bosses have all their unique you know patterns and stuff and you have to like learn how to dodge the patterns and uh yeah that's another thing i really like about this game is that 
Um, the combat is super fluid. You have to uh, know the boss patterns, dodge the AoEs, and do your skill rotation at the same time, which is a, like refreshing compared to other MMOs where you just stand still and just do your rotation and like I don't know. See, I've played um, other MMOs like Blade and Soul, Black Desert Online. They have that, and like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy fourteen. You play in these other MMOs, like they they have the you need to learn boss patterns or certain mechanics mm-hmm. to the fights and to the dungeon itself. Like, I like doing that, but at the same time, I I have a love hate thing with MMOs, right? Uh, I love MMOs, but I also hate them because it's like, what are you grinding for? Like, no, you, no, you that's, that's point. a legitimate problem. I really don't like the grind. Um, that is one one issue I have with this. In Guild Wars 1, you really just grinded for, like, aesthetic, which I don't mind. Um, but Guild Wars 2, you have to grind for gear, which yeah. is super like, annoying. Because, like, like you'll, the... never, you'll never have the best gear because you're just in the constant state of grinding for it. So No, like, that Whatever. fucking, um, what was that? South Park, where they're playing WoW, you know? Oh, it's such a good episode. <laughs> what do we do now? Now we can finally play the game. <laughs> <laughs> but stuff like Final Fantasy and oh my god yeah that's so dumb that you can play the, start playing the game after like a thousand hours yeah totally but yeah. yeah stuff like the other MMOs like Final Fantasy and Blade and Soul I feel like a lot of them when you're using your abilities you're rooted or is that not true like you're immobile uh not uh, I haven't played Final Fantasy 14 enough to tell okay. you okay I just feel like the combat in Guild Wars is, is very fluid. Like, you're always moving. You're always um, using skills. You have so much skills. You don't have energy. You just use your skills on cooldown. So you have so many skills to pop. Um, it just is it's a really... And also, the just the visual effects of the skills. I've seen, like, gameplay of Final Fantasy, and the visual effects of them doing the boss looks, like, honestly, it looks really ugly and boring to me oh, maybe wow. haven't watched enough wow. but just, yikes i'm just saying it looks boring it doesn't look like something fun but the visual effects in this game are really like cool and fun um although the actual models of the of the like mountain you can see here is really janky but the visual effects are good <laughs> it's like the, this mountain was modeled in like 2006 and the visual effects were modeled in like 2020. Yesterday. So, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, huh, you know, some of this is nice, some of this is ugly. Um, and another thing I enjoy about this is that they have these really big events where like 100 plus people kill like one boss, which is, it's a huge clusterfuck, but it's a lot like of fun. Field bosses, field raids. Yeah, and there's like map-wide events where like teams of like 20 to 50 all have to do uh different uh objectives at the same time and then like converge and do the boss and that's a lot of fun too so like a good raid is like a fucking wet dream it's like the only reason i played this thing too is because of the raids there was so much fun that's like such a fun experience it's been fun um i've enjoyed it i i've been really so oh and also the story of the game is like really well acted, the voice acting. And um it's a really great just story in general. So I've been enjoying all that new content. Uh, Did you monetize Guild Wars 2? Is it like a monthly subscription or is it like per no, expansion? It's, uh, it's um just one time payment. Um so when it released you just paid for the game. 
Um, but now... God, y'all remember those days when games came out and you just paid for them and they were yours? Wow. I know. Oh, all right. That's <laughs> great. But yeah, now... No, now is you... MMO, so that's why I'm asking. I'm curious. Yeah, now that if you want to play the game, the base game that you had to pay for originally is free, so you can play up to max level, do all the base level content and everything, and then the expansions are actually only $30 for the expansions. Oh, so... wow. That's super fair. Yeah, one-time payment of $30. And um, they're going to be releasing another expansion uh, next year in February. So that looks interesting. It'll probably be a lot of fun as well. So. Still supporting a nearly decade-old game. Damn, yeah, I was just, surprised. Uh, I mean, wow. just like Just like people... Rockstar, milking a game for all it's worth. <laughs> Not that. I mean, it's a pretty good game. I wouldn't say it's milking it, especially since there's no subscription fee, so I don't feel like I'm being, like, exploited. True. I'm saying uh, they're doing a better job than Rockstar. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, really I, was, I was honestly expecting this game to be dead, but there's enough people to do, like, the endgame dungeons and all those big 100-plus people events and everything. So... You know, it's been a good time. Well, I'm happy. I I still think I've I've told you this multiple times. I think you should stream this on our Twitch channel. Like, I feel like there might be an audience for it, especially as much as you play. She might be streaming on her channel. Uh, maybe I, that's not me. true because I would get fucking alerts for it. So you're lying. You fucking liar. <laughs> you, you lie as you breathe. You lie as you breathe. <laughs> <laughs> well, a future tense a future tense might be mm. um but yeah that's my awesome. uh month month-long dive into guild wars 2 mm. which is crazy that like in a month i've gotten to max level and done basically the story for both the expansions so ha having known you for month. nearly six years no that's not very surprising that is not surprising. I that is. I don't know. I remember the days of true. playing Save Six all the time. I, well, oh he still God. does. Don't get don't don't let him fool you. <laughs> not this. I only play on my private servers. Uh. Exclusive invites only. He only he, he only show. he only plays with his friends is what he means. He only plays no, with no, his no, only, only friends. I only <laughs> I only play with uh my friend that has like five hours in the game so I can stomp him. Oh, That's it. just wow. like you used to do with me. Oh my god, I love the first time I played with you, I just, I raided your cities. I, I hate myself, but I love myself. What a bitch. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Uh, it's a wonder why, how I have friends. Truly a wonder. People are gluttons for punishment, really. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, mm -hmm. you're such a bitch. I want to keep playing. <laughs> exactly. I guess I'll talk about one more thing. Um, so, your stories, please. No, wow, so I wrote down it. in, I I wrote down in the doc of stuff to talk about D and D horror stories. Um, but I don't have any of my own. What I was, what I meant uh, by putting that down, was that I've been recently obsessed with the subreddit. Uh, the, no, not the subreddit. Uh, oh. With I'm a I'm a boomer with the YouTube videos oh. of uh, of D and D horror stories. Like, who has time to read horror stories? It's just much easier for uh, some YouTuber with a sexy voice to read the horror stories on Reddit to you. Oh my uh, god! Oh my god! So, so I've Fucking been listening to content, uh, dude. What? I have a whole thing about like. There's a bunch of YouTube channels that literally just steal memes from Reddit. 
Or, yeah, or like literally. You know, it's, like, it's like it's like plagiarized content, but yeah, like, just like I hate it. Eat it up, bitch! I eat it up. Oh my, you're a problem. Yeah, you are the problem. It's like no effort content. You just read from Reddit, but like I can't stop. It's so addictive. I've subscribed to like I don't know four channels that do it, honey, <laughs> honey. I really uh like this channel. Well, I think the biggest channel that I listen to is Crit Crab. I, I've watched stories. some of those videos before talking about the D&D horror stories. Yeah, he's pretty big. Um, I've also really liked listening to this new channel called Crow's Perch. Um, he's got, like, the sexiest voice, so I'm like, please make more. Oh my please God. let me make love to your voice. Literally. Smooth like silk. Yes, exactly. Um... But yeah, I've just been obsessed with that. Um, but one last thing I was going to talk about was that, uh, so I think last month, um, so I live with my uncle at my uncle's place. And last month he decided he was going to have a hundred plus um, house party. And I'm like, that sounds great. But like, I'm an introvert and I hate people. So you have fun with that. Um, so the party happened, you know, also, you know, COVID, but apparently we don't care about COVID. Uh, so yeah, the party happened. Um, I like went down for a little, but mostly I was kind of over it. So I just literally went to bed at like 8 PM. <laughs> I was like, I'm over this. Not, Please. not you yeah. getting to bed at a decent hour. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. So then like I, quote unquote went to bed because I woke up at like 1am because uh, I went to bed too early and I'm like Ugh, I'm awake uh, the party was still going on at 1am uh, so I went down um, they needed help closing the gate to the yard because there's, it's like it's funny because before the party the gate was uh, semi-functional and after the party off its hinges the metal gate off its hinges, pried from the brick. It was someone. Someone was going ham on that gate. I don't know who was grinding on the gate, but someone was having some fun with the gate. Anyways, wow. gate's messed up. I need help. They need help uh, locking the gate. So I come outside to lock the gate, and uh, police cars are parked around the driveway. Uh, sirens, not sirens. Uh, lights flashing. Uh, policemen with rifles uh -oh. are are surrounding the house uh and as soon as i step out they're like shouting at me to come uh to them get in the lineup and get patted down and i'm like the fuck going on here? <laughs> so uh we go we get patted down um they walk us to the road um and as we, i walk to the road i see a lot of other uh people are like face flat on the ground with rifles pointed at them and I'm like fucking crap. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh yeah, so uh and then we all get patted down, we go on the road, and I find out that um there were some party crashers that uh threatened to uh they wanted booze and when people when they when we asked them or when the people at the party asked them to leave, they're like, I ain't leaving and you can't make me because I'm gonna pull out my gun 
I'm going, I'm going to fuck y'all up. Yo, so then you live in Toronto, show. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you lived in America. I'd say this took place in, like, fucking <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee there's or like, some shit. There's no right to carry here. There's, like, that's, people don't have guns, but apparently these people had guns. Uh, allegedly. We don't know. Anyways, that's the alleged story. So uh, they called the police. So the police got a call that there was uh, someone with a gun at our house threatening so you know they raided us and <laughs> and uh they didn't know who had the gun so everybody got patted down um uh yeah and uh it was really funny because everybody at this fucking party was pissed drunk <laughs> and like the police were questioning everybody and like everybody was like fucking ranting and shit and i'm like oh my god what the fuck is happening i just um, wanted to play guild wars man <laughs> i hate it here <laughs> I just wanted to go back to bed, honey. Anyways, uh, so did that you was have fun... that? Did you have that moment where you like you saw the police and you're like, oh god, I'm brown. This ain't gonna go down well. Oh my god, <laughs> that's I so god. funny. When I told this to my other friends, they're like, was this a race thing? And I was like, girl, most of the people at the party were white. I don't. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't think I was gonna be particularly persecuted because i'm brown although uh that i don't speak for all brown people but be <laughs> i was about to say that's because you don't live in america, america. Well, no, you don't, even right. in toronto even in toronto there is racism among the police but i personally didn't feel uh specifically targeted pretty rough okay, in let the me... hood yeah i know i was like you don't live <laughs> in the hood, pretty rough nah, does, the hood. Does, does toronto even have a hood Girl, of course we do. What do you be? I've been to Toronto yeah, like three or four times, and like every okay, single time I've been there, it's a great all, city. You're a tourist, that's why. You're not a well, local. First of all, all big cities have a hood. Okay. Yeah. I'm just I'm not saying it didn't have a hood. I'm saying that if it does, I've never been to it. Well, why would I'm not going to comment. I don't understand. I'm not going to comment on that. You're going to go buy some crack? <laughs> the only reason you'd be out there at 1 a.m. was because you're trying to buy some crack. Not I am from the south. Wait, oh, you're right. South? I'm sorry. So, so it's meth. There you go. <laughs> Man, I need to stop this racist. I've lived in America too long. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> well, I literally hate where I am. Well, I'm shit. Right. You, you want to see? You want to see racism? We had the 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 Scriblio stream earlier this week and showed oh, you the most God. stereotypical picture of a Mexican person I've ever say, seen in my life. Can I just say, he had a mustache and a sombrero and he was having the maracas, he had the maracas going off. But wow. you knew what it was, didn't you, racist? <laughs> I'm surprised there were no swastikas drawn in that stream, hey, just saying. On, okay, just because <laughs> I wasn't there. Okay, well, okay, first of all, it's it's like Pictionary, and if you get like an ethnic sort of prompt, how are you supposed to draw that? I mean, okay, I mean, okay. I don't, I don't want to be racist, but you're right. Like, if it said draw a black person, if I drew like a person with an afro, it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> easy to guess, right? I thought they you were gonna go even further with it. It's like, what are you gonna draw besides the afro? <laughs> I had a prompt for a gang, so I drew a bunch of stick figures with guns, and they couldn't guess it. So then I put in sunglasses and reverse baseball caps, and they all guessed it. And, and you drew them it. all black. <laughs> it's a... That's the black. black. What do you mean? It's a pencil is black. 
What do you want? Anyways, and then I got criticism for using black stereotypes, and I'm like, hello? Hello? <laughs> y'all all, all guessed it as soon as I clicked it. I mean, what I would have done was, like, draw the stick figures, and then, like, you know, the, the Perus and the uh, the Suwu, you know, like, the, um... The symbols? Red and I didn't blue. know the symbols. No, just red blood. and blue, like, bandanas. Blood, blood like, the bloods and the crimson. Yeah. is is, yeah. is a racial Suwu? Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm from Seattle. That's all they can scream. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, anyway. Here, here in Florida, we got Bloods and Crips, man. Oh, I highly doubt that. Wait, what's Blood and Crips? <laughs> oh my! Oh yeah. man, you're not even American. Oh fuck! Oh damn! Yeah. I'm confused. There are Bloods, then there's Crips, then it's the Latin Kings. Yeah, we got a lot of Latin Kings here in Florida too. Oh, where, dude? It's like wait, Latin King is like a gang. Yeah, yeah it's the name of the gang. They'll fucking shoot up your mom's house, man. They don't give a fuck. They don't fuck oh, around. Oh, shit. Yeah. They violent. Man. You know, it's it's always strange to me to meet people who've never grew up in the hood. Like, I mean, you, don't, yeah. you don't know about this? <laughs> you don't know what the crit walk is, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what colors the not <laughs> in certain neighborhoods? Like, what? What? <laughs> this is my first time meeting Burger, and I, I love this dude, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Yo, you gotta, yo, bro. I gotta give you some etiquette, bro, because you gotta know how to respond. If someone come up on you, like, yo, I'm about to get the blicky, you gotta be like, you gotta go, like, yeah. you gotta bounce, bro. Like, <laughs> yo, if you hear, if you ever hear these terms, you're not yeah, to a Glock ram and crazy. What? If you hear any of these terms ever, you immediately go run away. Who do you? AOG, go grab, go immediately run. Don't, yeah, don't. Don't sit oh around. My God. If someone say I'm about to, fuck, I think the only word I picked out of that was blicky. That. That's the only one I recognized. You know, I just had this conversation at work where uh, there's this guy. He he still lives in the uh, New Holly Projects, and he was you know, he's talking about all this stuff. And on this bus, there's like me and like two other guys who know what he's talking about. We're ha we're having a fucking laugh about it, you know. But to these other people in the factory, they're just like, look at us, like, oh, <laughs> gang violence, like what? <laughs> it's like it's so shocking to them that we're just joking about it. It's like, man, that's just how it is, though. Yo, it's funny as hell because I know exactly what you're talking. About. I went. <laughs> I took my cousin lives in like South Jersey, so like we went over to Cherry Hill. I think so. Me and my homies over talking. We just talking, talking about like I ain't happy. I had to learn it to survive. So we like talking. Group of kids come up around it like, what's going on? We like, yo man, just chilling. See what the day is. You know what I mean? He like, nah, what? Huh? I'm like. Yo, where y'all from? And then we had to look. Like, oh yeah, here. Damn. All right. Well, <clears throat> we about to go to the we about to go to the park, play ball for a while. Oh, all right. Yo, why don't you meet us? What God? This boy came over here with what? What's that damn? Oh damn! It's not basketball. Man came with like I think a wiffle ball. So it was some shit. I was like, what the? I was like, what the fuck? Like where the where the ball at? He was like, this, this is it. And I'm like, I hate it. <laughs> Nah, the the worst thing you can hear in a, in a like a really bad part of town is where are you from? Because there isn't a good answer to that question. Yeah, where your grandma stay? Where where are you what from? Where your family from? Where your grandma at? There ain't and no with, good answer like, to that question except right fucking here. Listen, nothing in life ever ever like prepared me to actually answer that type of question. I'm gonna lie. It is so from? different, man. It's so different when you grow up in the hood. 
Like, man, the fact that we had to learn all this shit just to, like, so we wouldn't fucking get beat up, fucking robbed and shit. Bro. Dude, I grew up in the most dangerous thing here is the fucking goat. That's it. There's nothing here. I think the most dangerous is thing it... in the part of the world you grew up in is the fucking uh, Palestinians. Yeah. Well, that's not <laughs> yeah. Let's not get into that. <laughs> it's 1 a.m. Let's not get into that. <laughs> Oh, what's that? No. I hear I hear a rocket alert coming from Natai's apartment. No, no, no. We should, I'll never we should forget give Burger his time. time. We need to give Burger his time, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. about to cut out. Yeah, Burger, oh, what, do you, what do you want to talk about? Anything in particular? Anything you want to plug? Plug? Yeah, plug away, dude. I mean, look, man. I really got a lot of stuff to talk. I've been talking this whole time. I don't really know what more mm-hmm. y'all want me to do. I, uh, you know what? You know what? Actually, John was talking about shows getting brung back because I was happy as fuck last week and i got depressed because i was like i saw my boy steve from blues clues come back and oh yeah that uh, shit was that 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 shit just did something to my soul man i'll be be honest like i watched that whole thing at the end i was like yo i cried bro i was like man i was like like i never forgot you either i'm like yo yo the only thing that can top that is tom from my shit i'll be like yo these are the real ogs i had but see that like that was a real good film moment for me. And then John was talking about shows getting come brung back and stuff like that. And they making a reboot to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's just called Bel Air. Really? Yeah. Bro, I am it's got it got bro. First of all Uncle it's not, Phil, man. You cannot replace Uncle Phil. Nah, they're Uncle replacing Phil. the entire cast. Like they're like <sighs> like it's all new people. It's they're still the same name, but they're all new people. And like it's supposed to be I like it. I don't know if they're gonna have as like dramatic. That, like, I'm not sure if they're gonna have the same gravitas. Like they had a bunch of stuff on that show, like the one where uh, they're trying to join that uh, that fraternity, you know. But the ones that were like, we don't want Carlton because he's not us, you know. He's, he's a, like, what yeah, do you he's mean? a sellout. Yo, my yeah. man Carlton was a, yo. Carlton had the burner, the blicky. <laughs> oh, the that fucking, that's true. After Will gets robbed, bro. Yo, Carlton was ready to roll up, man. Yo, <laughs> John, you were, yo, did you ever watch Boys in the Hood? Yeah. Remember when in the scene where uh, Trey was like, yo, Doe, let me out. <laughs> yo, Doe. Doe, let me out. Carlton would have been like, yo, let's roll up and y'all best not miss. Exactly. Like, Carlton was so... That show was so dramatic and it has such an, like... I, I don't know what they're trying to do with this. Cause they're like, oh, it's, it's just called Bel Air and it's supposed to take a more serious tone. Man, when Will was looking at his father, he was like, yo, why don't they want me in... Like yeah. to, to anyone to anyone that's ever said that Will Smith can't act, I always point them to that scene from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like he can definitely act. Bro, I had a father and I felt that. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, why don't they want to want us? Father was like, fuck are you talking about? I'm like, oh my bad. Like, thought you wasn't yeah. there. But like, it wasn't. So I know a lot of people are gonna look at it and they'd be like, oh, it's too political and this and that. But like, bro. They've been you've been suffering like this for a while, you know. There's there's a lot of oppression going on, a lot of fucking bullshit going on just because of the color of your skin. Like you can't ignore this has been going on not just since the '90s. Like it, this shit never left, right? That shit is still real. Like my only concern is that I have a I love Fresh Prince just because uh, Uncle Phil, man, he felt like he's like a father figure, you know. Yo. And looking out for Will, it felt like he was that he was the father figure. You, he was the one who was there for you at your lowest and always wanted the best for you. You know, when everyone else discounted you, he still believed in you. And the and crazy that, thing about it was, is like, they didn't always get along, but it was that realistic relationship where like, yo, we won't see eye to eye on everything, but I'm still like, I love you. You're, I'm mm-hmm. here for you. And like, you know, 
the fact that they're trying to reboot that show with the same characters and the same names, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I used to watch Different World and all these, like, all these shows had, like, a, cer- a certain place in my heart. And, you know, there are shows that are inspired. Like, one of my favorite shows of all time is Married with Children. I don't need to see a reboot of Married with Children. Like, you could just make something new and call it his own, but they're using the name of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because they know people are going to click on it. Hmm. And, like, that alone makes me, uh, like, I- I'm just not a I know that there. I, I mean, I forget what outfit it was, but I, it was like five or six years ago. There was an outfit that did a list of like the best black fathers on television, and James Avery as Uncle Phil was number one, and I couldn't agree more. Bro, that man was Shredder. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, was. he was Shredder. That man was Shredder. Turtle. That was him. Like, oh, <laughs> like, uh, like I, I just hate stuff like that. I feel like. Like, I understand that each generation, you know, like, these shows were important to me. And I couldn't imagine, like, growing up and not having it. But you can, I don't think like, some of these need to be rebooted, though. That's the great thing mm-hmm. about, like, streaming services like Netflix and Hulu. You get to go back, you know, new generations can go back and enjoy what the original was. Yo, like, I don't need to see. Why am I watching? Why am I watching Bel Air with these same, like, like, I'm watching a character that's going by the name Uncle Phil. And, like, I'm going to talk to people five, seven, ten years down the line, and I'm going to bring up Uncle Phil, and they're going to bring up someone completely different. And it's mm-hmm. going to make – it's going to literally, like, piss me off. And it's not going to be their fault because that's what they grew up watching. Like, Why are we replacing characters that already are established? Make new characters. Make new connections for other people. Don't – I don't want to say tarnish, but, like, like that show ended – like, it left with them selling the house, and they all went and did their own thing. You're going to have a – dude. The dude playing Will, if his name even his name's not even Will. <laughs> like, like what fuck going on here? Like, yeah, I definitely think that Fresh Prince is something that should never really be rebooted. It was really damn good as it was. Yo, they had that 20th anniversary where they all came back and talked. That was closure for me. Mm-hmm. Like, just have, having mm-hmm. them talk and you know what I mean. They they all came back and the original and Aunt Vivian came back and it was like, yo, you know this this hurt me because I was gone from the industry long time like that did like that did a lot for me do you remember do you remember in in the fresh prince the uh the fourth wall break they did when they had to recast aunt viv and jazz (laughs) jazz looks at her after she has the baby and says you look different aunt viv (laughs) there's something different about you there's something different about you and it will go she got done hella dirty though like because so her the entire reason she even uh got recasted was because like in the pilot, like, Will wasn't supposed to be the main character. It was supposed to focus on, like, the entire family. Hmm. And Aunt Viv didn't like the fact that, or the, the old actress didn't like the fact that it was going that direction. But then the fucking tabloids spun it into their, like, own web of, like, oh, she wanted to be the main star. Didn't want Will Smith, the up-and-coming <laughs> rising star. And they, they got her blacklisted from a lot of jobs because of that. It's, oh, she no. got fucking oh, done. Shit. She was blacklisted really... from the industry for, like, 15 years. She yeah, because... A lot of stuff. Uh... Yeah, because people were just making rumors about, like, she was just saying, hey, we had a vision when we first started this, and I think we should focus on the family, which they did in the end anyway. Like, they they start off with Will, and then he becomes the favorite, but obviously it starts branching off in the later seasons, and it goes back to, like, focus on all the family members, not just Will. Hmm. Like, sure, Will is still the main character, but there's a bunch of episodes with, like, Carlton at the center, or Uncle Phil. She's happening to him. Or Ashley. Yeah, exactly. You know, so like the um 
for her to come out and say, hey, I just wanted to do that, but then the other people spin it saying, oh, you're just jealous of him, this and that, man, she got done fucking dirty. I plus agree. She, plus, she was in a bad place, and she did not respond to, like, certain stuff. And that, you know, now now we're in a... Yeah. Anything. How old was she when that happened? Oh, shit. This was... I think she was going through this, like, she was going through, like, a divorce work. Like, she was very, like... Like, she was trying her best to keep stuff together. And the fact that, like, no one on the show really supported her. They just let it happen. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Because that was the biggest issue. She was like, none of y'all said nothing. Like, y'all just you know, let them get rid of me. And, like, no one spoke up, no one said anything. And Will himself was like, you know, at the time, I was very young. I couldn't yeah, get more I mean, people, people, people discount, or, well, I won't say discount, they, they forget that Will Smith was very young on the Fresh Prince, like, yo, he was, he was a baby, man. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You gotta understand, like, I'll, I'll say one thing, I'll be done. <laughs> Take it. When you're in a position like very young, you know, you don't have like we grow through experience, right? We go through mm. horrible, harsh, all those things. One of my, one of my, one of my, uh, Jonathan Todd, who's like the English voice actor, Merrick, he got that role in early 20s, literally early 20s, like just being, and he was like, it was the most ever seen in my life it fucked me up didn't do with it how to even process it like I was just partying it really took like life changing things for me to be like yo I gotta I have to look around you gotta understand Will wasn't just like Will was a star I mean Hmm. Wild Wild West with his ass shoulda did Matrix why he did Wild Wild West the only good thing about that movie is that song with Cisco. Uh, but you know, like literally, he's done like at that early of an age, man. Like, there's so much stuff that probably went over his head. So he's yeah. like, you know, he makes up for it now, and he's still like a great person. He makes up for it now by just no one else reached out to uh, Aunt Vivian for he was the one who brought her to the show to the reunion. No one else even knew that she was coming. Yeah, wow. crazy. I hate I hate to cut it off, but I actually do have to go to work now. Yeah, I, I realized like uh, we're hitting the mark. We gotta go. <laughs> well, I, I texted my guy that I'm taking over with. He says, "Take your time. It's okay." Um, but yeah, I, thank you for joining us, Burger. It was it was really fun having yeah, you thank on. You so much. This is the longest episode of the podcast we've ever done, by the way. <laughs> thank God I don't have to edit this. Thank God you don't have to edit it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you ever want to come on again, just let me know. Uh, we do these WTFs once a month now, um, and we are going to be streaming them from now on. I think. I'm uh, telling you, man. When I do these, when I do these interviews with these hentai voice actors, you you on the list? Gee, I got Fuck you. Fuck yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us, and thank you to everyone out there who stopped by uh, to say hi, chat with us in uh, on the Twitch chat. Um, this will be out tomorrow on uh, youtube for anyone that did miss it but like i said thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us check the description below yes and thank you for the sub uh for natai's friend who keeps fucking with him in chat um (laughs) so check the description below to find links to anime club after dark on twitch on social media on discord uh check out our merch store our affiliate links as well any purchases you make there do really help us out with that i have been your host alex and i will see you next time say good night everybody good night good night Check out Geeks in the City if you can. Yeah, boy.